Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of the Good Anime Palette Podcast. Today we're going to be doing things a little bit different because we're not going to be talking about any anime we've watched. Not today at least. We've been watching a lot of stuff over the past three to six months that we've been doing this episode, this uh, this podcast. So instead, we're going to be doing a very special episode where we'll be actually presenting the first official Good Anime Palette Podcast Awards for Season 1. Woo! I have uh, Jason with me here. <laughs> this is the Good Anime Palette Podcast, episode 12. And Will is right. We are doing our season one finale, which is our awards season finale. <laughs> of you the know, season. Of the season. You know, like, I was just trying to start it slow and then go, like, hype. But then you're the opposite. It was the hype and then... I had to hey, come man, in and ruin ain't, the party. Ain't nothing slow about the GAV awards, man. We got to go, you know, hot and heavy. This is the shit. This is the time where we have to talk about all the stuff we've consumed over the past 12 episodes we've recorded, along with all the After Darks and the bits and pieces, and just basically give us a good summation of what was good, what was not, what surprised us, what disappointed us, and just, you know, rip into each other when we have opportunities to do so. So we have actually originally a bunch of things prepared. We're going to talk about the Wonder Egg priority finale. We're going to talk about the Chainsaw Man teaser. But you yo, know what? Yo, none that of that matters. D- the Chainsaw Man stuff was dope. But, but none of that matters right now. None of that matters because we're going to skip what we have been watching. We're going to skip the news section and just go straight into our season one finale. Buckle up, boys and girls. Today's going to be a fun ride. So we are going to split this episode up into two main sections, which is the first part is going to be the serious stuff. The serious-ish awards. Yes. And then uh, we're, you're still going to get our banter. You're still going to get our quips. But after the break is the stupid stuff. And hopefully we would be a little bit drunk by then because we're drinking sake, aren't we? Yeah, congratulations to uh, you know the first official... Season one of the Anime Palette Podcast. Look, it's been a really fun ride. Uh, we didn't think we would be Here, able to pouring. get to this for. All right. Oh, we, I'll okay, I'll keep talking whilst you pour it in. So, you know, we've, well, first of all, we want to thank every one of you, every listener, every yeah, supporter. Yeah. Thank every you so friend much. friend and family, whoever has been, you know, tuning in, downloading, or streaming our, our episodes. We thank you with the bottom of our hearts. Um, and we hope to be able to continue doing more. Just because it's only season one doesn't mean we're going to get canceled anytime soon. Um, no, this is it does not follow the regular anime thing where a season two doesn't happen until like eons later. We actually are. And we change studios as well. <laughs> uh, we could actually change recording studios, so don't jinx us like yeah. this. Uh, what I meant more is like having a studio that produces it. So it's like we go from we we go from uh, Madhouse to JC Staff. Yeah, oh god, that would be bad, One Punch Man. So, we are going to, uh, as you heard me earlier, we are going to drink sake throughout the rest of this episode. So, you're going to hear us get progressively more drunk. So, this is more explicit, potentially, not only due to uh, the expletives that we might say later on, but also due to the fact that we're actually drinking. And just full disclaimer as well, legal drinking age in Hong Kong is 18. Both Jason and I are over the age of 18, if you haven't figured that out yet. Dude, um, I'm way over. Yeah, I'm way over as well. You a little bit more than me, but you know, as long as we're legal, that's fine. Um, so, of course, you know, we exercise, of course, safe drinking. Don't overdrink. If you have a problem, seek help. Um, but hey, look, if you're listening to this and you want to enjoy some... Uh, good banter, some shits and giggles, and just you know us poking fun at each other. 
Why not drink along? As long as you're of legal age. Okay, so let's let's just down one real quick. Here's one for the homies. Ah, okay. All, All right. right. So it's like the third one we had to, already in like the span of an hour. Right. Let's crack on with the first award. Remember, okay. we're going to be breaking this down into two sections, right? We're going to have 12 categories for the series-ish awards, followed by a little bit of a break. And then we're going to go into the second half, which is 12 awards for the shits and giggles, just for stupid fun kind of awards. But we feel it's still applicable to the stuff we've watched and hope that you're able to take something from it and be like, oh, actually, they mentioned this this show, this series, this manga. I'll check it out for different reasons. Right. And, uh, Will, do we want to just lay out all the awards that we will be saying for this half of the show, or should we just go in sequence and then just? Let I think loose. we'll do like category by category. No, no, I meant like as in the, you, you want to preview it and say, "Hey, these are the twelve awards." Let's just go them one by one. Okay, okay, all yeah. right. So, uh, do you want to start us off with the first award of the 2021 Season One Good Anime Palette Podcast Awards? Our first serious-ish award is our favorite seasonal anime from Season One. So what Will and I have done is we definitely have an undisputed winner for each of these categories. Will has one winner. I have one winner. It might be the same. It might be different. And then we have potentially at least one runner-up, if not maybe two. But obviously, we won't try to go too crazy and have too many runner-ups. And for the seasonal award as well, this means that episodes or – I mean, sorry, not episodes – series that have aired – uh, in the fall, not fall, in winter, as well as the spring seasons. Yeah, of 2021. Yeah, because we started this podcast in January. Now, if, of course, it's a continuing series that continued from fall into... That counts. Yeah, that counts. No, no, not fall, winter. Yeah, well, from no, because fall is before January, right? When, when yes, it starts January. sorry, got yeah. it. Uh, so the drinks is already so getting stuff that was in... Um, uh, just to recap, you have stuff like Mushoku Tensei, you had uh, Attack on Titan, you had Nanon Biori, you had Eurocamp. Those were the stuff that came in from uh, winter. No, yeah, winter, I believe. Uh, and then afterwards, then you had spring where you had stuff like VV, you had uh, Mars Red, you had the second season of, um, what was that Sherlock Holmes one? Moriarty the Moriarty. Patriot. Yeah, so you had, oh, and 86 as well, stuff like that. Um, do you want to kick us off with your first choice, or I can start with mine? Yeah, you start with yours. So, I don't want to just go and say Attack on Titan because it's great, but to be fair, I oh, still... Wait. Th- we actually haven't talked. Are we going to do the winner first and then the runner-ups, right? I was going to do the runner-up and then do the winner. Okay, let's start. Let's do that then. Yeah. So, runner-up for my favorite seasonal anime of oh, season one. sorry. Before... Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Will and I don't know each other's picks. Oh, yeah. No, we, we don't know. We might be able to guess. Some of them will be easier to guess, but for the most part, I don't know anything about Jason's picks. This is all done off the cuff, live. Uh, we'll just see how it goes. Yep. Only the award categories are confirmed. Yep. So all the 12 that we have for the serious-ish, all the 12 for the stupid-ish, those will be set. All the answers afterwards, let's just see how it goes. Uh, for, so for the runner-up for me, this one aired in spring 2021 and it's uh vivi fluoride's eyes song uh, fluoride eyes song uh now i picked this as my runner up because one i haven't fully finished it yet but from watching about half the season i thought it was just gorgeous 
it was just amazing just to watch the show. The music is fantastic. The animation is great. The story is batshit insane. Um, and it was just awesome that you put me onto this as well. Like I had no idea what to expect. You just dropped it one day after a recording session. I was, I was like, like, hey, it's by the ReZero guy, so it's got to be good. And we don't like ReZero, but hey, he got to be good, right? It was a fun watch. I very much enjoyed it. Um, and now that I do have a little bit more time to actually watch this stuff, uh, who knows? Maybe I'll be able to finish it. Seeing that the summer, yeah, there are going to be some shows I will be watching, but the summer is going to be a good time for me to catch up on a lot. Not to mention as well, it's Wit Studio, right? Mm-hmm. Like Wit's, Wit rarely does anything wrong, so it, it gets a a strong second place for me. Let's hope Grim Fairy Tale collaboration with Clamp with Netflix will Man. turn out okay. I mean, like again, it could be one of those too many chefs in the kitchen kind of situation, right? Maybe. So that's your runner up, right? Yeah. What's your runner up? My runner-up is Jujutsu Kaisen. Ooh, not a bad one. I actually thought about that one, too. But, uh, okay, regardless of it being placed in my list or not, it's still a very good anime. So, it has since come out on Netflix. So, you can watch it on Netflix. Very easily, yep. And it is an anime made by MAPPA. And it's one of those animes that had two curves. So, it technically still applies. Mm-hmm. So, it came in 2020, but then now it is in 2021. So, it's really good. It was great because it's like the manga itself was was trending, but it wasn't like earth shattering. I think for the longest time it was holding like a seven point seven, seven point eight on my anime list. It was rated, you know, very decently. Um, so when it, when they announced that it was going to be adapted into an anime, it was you know it had some fanfare, but it wasn't like I didn't expect it to blow up this big. I didn't expect it to blow up this big either, but I have to say that a lot of people were kind of like beating the drum of Jujutsu Kaisen and saying that look, it's the next best thing, it's the next best thing. And I was like, okay, okay. And then when I watched it, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, jo- I'll join you guys. Let's go. So um, before we go into um, our winners, uh, Demon Slayer or Jujutsu Kaisen? Which do you like more? Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm, I, I agree with you on this as well. Not to mention as well, the merch for Jujutsu Kaisen is very nice. What? Is this just a finger? It's just a bunch of fingers. Dude, the, sh- the shirts are so nice from Uniqlo. Oh, that is true. Actually, I'm rocking a... Jujutsu Kaisen shirt right now. I'm washing mine, so uh, I have to wear it another time. On to the winners. Now, this one, I really didn't think that I was going to pick it, but then when I thought about how much I enjoyed watching this series, it was just, it was a no-brainer. It was Mushoku Tensei, Jabba's Reincarnation. Across the two seasons that we've been watching anime over the last six months, it is by far the best seasonal anime that I've consumed, and I just loved it. The storytelling was great. The animation, surprisingly, got better and better and better. The music is really good. I'm not necessarily a major like Isekai fan, but if you could turn me over one night, like this, this did the job. Like if you, if this was my first exposure into the Isekai genre. I would have been all all. all I about mean, it. I think that right from the get go, I knew that the animation was going to be good. I knew that it is like. Of the isekais, it was, like, one of the ones that everyone's looking forward to. I, unfortunately, have not seen a single minute of it. I've been telling you to. And uh, I think that will come back and haunt me even within this episode. But, yeah, I will probably most likely go around watching it. So, and definitely this is not me saying, oh, I will watch it and then never watch it. I think 
that house. I, I, I'm very sure that you will enjoy Mushoku Tensei, but, I mean, it, you didn't watch it, therefore it wasn't your pick for favorite Would you say anime. it's a 9 for you? I, I gave it a 9. Okay. I was very close to giving it a 10, but knowing that wow. the second season is coming out fairly soon, I'm going to just you know reserve my judgment and wait until I've consumed the next part and then see how it goes. I'm not at that point where I'm going to start reading light novels, though. Hey, yeah, just because you like something doesn't mean you all of a sudden have to go invest in an entire medium, right? No. Light novels is a is a whole different ballpark. It's a different right? ballgame and completely right. different thing. But so, can you guess my winner, which is not that, like, hard to guess? Yeah, of course. It's fucking Horimiya. Yes, it is Horimiya, my favorite seasonal anime of uh the season one of the good anime help podcast it's it aired my... it aired winter right was it in winter no it came in spring yeah right and it's just super good i don't know what else to say it's on netflix now too which is kind of crazy is it yes, i actually haven't been on netflix in a while so i actually have no idea it is on netflix i i confirmed it last night so hey are you checking if horimiya is technically within uh the confines of the 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 spring season Will, I'm getting scared when you don't reply to me. Will. Winter. It aired January. So it counts. Yeah, it counts. You said it was spring. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My bad. It, it came out at the same time as Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard because whenever you think spring, usually it's like, especially when it comes to like summer, like um, like like school sessions. Like usually spring, it's like the earlier months, like from January through to April. Yeah, I, I think but, winter was at least like, if you don't count the anime way of counting seasons, yeah, it's like December and then that's it, and then January and February is like, like the oh, the where, remnants. Where, where do October and November fall? Are they are they autumn? Are they fall? Well, I mean, are they thank, winter? Thanksgiving is around like the turning point. I yeah. would say, yeah, yeah, yeah American yeah. Thanksgiving. Once you get past Thanksgiving, then it's winter. But what else can I say about Horimiya other than it is gorgeous? It's fluffy. It's wholesome. It's fluffy. It's wholesome. They do high school romance in a way that I definitely appreciate. Does not have all the hang ups that a lot of romance animes have. Hey, Cloverworks, baby, and the music is banging. It's awesome. So. Uh, you've heard me talk constantly about Horimiya, so I'll just leave it at that. And I'll just say this is not the only time you'll hear me say it this episode. On to the next award. Uh, so we've talked about our favorite seasonal anime, but that doesn't mean that we've only just been watching seasonals. No, in our free time, especially also when we're doing research for research topics um, for our uh, discussions, right? We'll also be watching a lot of backlogged anime, stuff that has been released over the past couple of years, all the way, maybe even like the beginnings of the anime industry. Um, we, we never really had time to watch them at the time. So then we started watching them over the past year. Uh, specifically in the last six months. Yep. So the next so, category yeah, so is... So as long as the stipulation that Will and I made for ourselves is as long as we consumed it... Within, within the last six months. Within the last six months, either for a research episode or potentially watching it again for research for an episode or just watching it during... Or just for fun. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. I mean, like we watch that for fun, right? So uh, how about I start with my runner-up? Yeah, go for it. Which was the one that actually showed up extremely recently. It is Wasteful Days of High School Girl. Mm. It is a high school student comedy about a bunch of girls doing stupid things. You've been linking me a lot of memes from that uh, show. So good. 
uh, all the girls have nicknames made by Kadokawa or produced by Kadokawa. You can watch it on High Dive, Netflix Japan, and Crunchyroll. So they have since either I didn't check thoroughly enough, but you can still find it a lot of places. It's just really funny. I caught it caught me off guard. I just find it really funny. I gave it a nine out of ten. I just think it's really good. Yeah, my award is at least for the runner up is also very straightforward because I've only watched it recently as well. I only watched it like a month ago. It's mm-hmm. Haikyuu. Yo, Haikyuu is actually very good. Now I, I'm not one of those like oh it's so popular so I'm not gonna get into it and not like you know a fucking like hipster and all that. No, it's I, in the end it's just like because I never really was into sports anime, therefore like I didn't really get into it. But you know for the purpose of doing the sports anime episode, um, I thought why not? I have to watch it. If I'm doing a sports anime, like I can't not watch Haikyuu, and I thoroughly enjoyed the three seasons that I've watched. All 60 episodes. I haven't started season four yet, even though it's on Netflix. But, I mean, bro, like, I watched 60 episodes over three days. Yeah, you, you, you paid you paid your dues. The eye bags were serious. But it was just it was good. I, I'm pretty sure that whoever's listening to this has probably watched it already. But if not, just get on it. It's, it's great. It's on Netflix. It's on Crunchyroll. Enjoy. Just have fun with it. And huh. it's in terms of like sports as well. It's real. It's, it's not hype. like it's hype. It, well, I mean, real is in like they don't throw in like fucking like. It's not Kuroko no Basuke, right? It, it's not like Dragon Ball moves or not like Narutoing around the fucking court. No, they, it's actual like what they do is within the realms of like the, the human body. Like they they can spike that hard. They can jump that high. They just aren't going to be like stretching their limbs like an extra five feet because they have elastic muscles and tendons and shit. No, it's that that's not like that at all. It's it's real. It's heartbreaking at times, but also like the exhilaration you feel from watching it. It's so good. So, Will, if when we because I have certain picks that I think that you would, uh, I predict that you would say is your winner. Do you have predictions for for me? Backlog, no, because you've watched so much goddamn anime. <laughs> okay. And also because you kept your list private, so it's like, how am I supposed to guess? You, you, I, I, all you have to do is ask. Yeah, no, but then like, there's no fun in there, is it? I guess, I guess so. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like I have to do my own research, and then I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna guess. Okay. I, but, I do want to hear. But if you do want to guess, or if I want to guess, I will tell you before you reveal your winner. But here is my winner. Right. It is Kagegurui. Oh by Mappa. Okay. On Netflix. Right. Exclusive. Two seasons. Very good. Very good. Very, very, very good anime. It is just gambling human depravity at its finest. <sighs> it is kind of hot girls and cute girls. It's actually like there's not really a lot of dudes in that it, show. In a way, it's literally cute girls doing hot things and hot girls doing cute things. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good way to put it. Right, because it's like there's there's there are like tense moments. It's it's not one of those shows where it's like, oh, will she, won't she, will he, won't he? Oh, what happens if they win? What happens? If they win? Like that's not the point of the show. The show is literally there just to sort of like glorify just human debauchery. Jabami is just Yumeko Jabami is just fucking primo S tier S tier hundred percent. Oh my god! And some of the games that they play are just like. Yo, like, I mean, like, imagine, like, you're playing a game of Russian roulette, and there's one person who's like, I really want to win. And it's like, bro, um, how about reverse Russian roulette? I'm, I was like, I'm yo, okay. Yo, <laughs> here's, a, here's a gun. 
and we all take turns, except that every chamber has a bullet. Uh, what? <laughs> no, we're not how playing does that, that. How does that work? Yeah, it's like, that's the point. <laughs> Someone's going to die. And if it's not me, it's you. It's like, this is not gambling. These are just people who are insane. And, and that's they're like, the world that, of Kakaguri. Yeah. And the, guess what? They revel in it. They're like, yeah, I'm insane. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, I was so glad when you told me you started watching it. I was like, this is, this is a primo show. I don't think there will be a season three, but... I highly doubt it as well, especially after doing like back-to-back um, live adaptations of the movie as well as like uh, a live-action TV show. Look, I think I mean I, I haven't read the manga, um, and I don't know how so, updated it is. So but... I will read the manga. I should, and also the spinoffs because they're spinoffs. Yeah, yeah, there are, there are, and I think the spinoffs are actually pretty good too. All right, well, talk about Anahana, please. Fuck, is it that easy? <laughs> so easy. What are you talking about? I wish so I'm easy. Really, really, yeah. It's Anahana. Anahana is the greatest show of all time. No, it's not the greatest show of all time. But for the period that I've watched, uh, you know, the period of anime I've watched over the last six months, I don't think anything has been as emotionally moving, as emotionally impactful as Anahana. It, oh, God. It's there might be a season two. I'm not gonna watch that, okay? Because this the, it ends very conclusively. What it is if it's gonna be a season two? It's probably gonna be like a prequel or just like a retelling of another person's story. Um, look, I should watch it. Okay, I get it. All I need to know is, does the story end? Yes. Then why do we need a sequel? As as long as, as long as the story you know does Menma and her gang justice, then fine. But. You know, and you watched it on Netflix, right? Yes, it was on Netflix, and it just, was. Uh, no, I don't remember if it's on there now. Um, it was when I watched it, though. Um, you know, with Netflix, they take things down and up like every like fucking month. It goes licensing issues. Yeah, exactly. It could just be like, for example, like JoJo, right? Like JoJo, they had like parts one and two, and then all of a sudden they only have part two, and then they had part four, and then they don't have any of the parts, but then they some but like part five, and then yeah. Rohan Kishibe. Yeah, Rohan, which is also oh damn, that's a good show too. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's only got it's only got four episodes, and it's one of those things where it's like if you haven't previously watched all the JoJos, it's hard for you to get in. It's not one of those pick me up and just enjoy, right? But so it had to be Anahana. Anahana, hands down, wonderful, beautiful music. A1 Pictures did a solid on this. Uh, literally, maybe cry every episode. All 11 episodes. All right. Our third category is our favorite manga that needs... that. No, sorry. Our favorite manga that Helen needs an adaptation. Mine are easy picks. I'm pretty sure you can guess both of mine. I can guess now, one of yours. I will tell you right now, before I go with my runner-up and my winner... I would say that Spikes Family and Blue Lock is not on that list because I think that was too obvious of a choice. Oh, that was easy for me because those were the only two that I, wa- I read. We're not Fire Punch? Uh, Fire Punch is different because I feel like getting an adaptation for Fire Punch would, one, require a lot of convincing. <laughs> and two, I just enjoyed reading it. It was fine reading it. Um, and if anything, like from the creator of um, Fire Punch... I'm waiting for Fire Chainsaw Man to get adapted. If Chainsaw Man didn't get an adaptation, that would have been my number one pick. I mean, there is, there is a chance that after Chainsaw Man, that Fire Punch might get some attention, to be honest. It'll be one of those like direct-to-DVD, direct-to-video kind of things, though. I don't think there's going to be as much fanfare. I think now that because there's so much attention on Chainsaw Man, that's why I'm not really pushing for it. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what are your picks? What's your runner-up? So, um, 
Spyx Family is on Jump Plus. You can read it right now. Easily. And Blue Lock is by Kodansha. And I think both of these picks are too obvious because they would almost 100% will get adaptations along the road. So I didn't pick those. I picked ones that I think definitely needs an adaptation, but either might not get it or might not get it in the near future. So, so you only, oh, Will, you only picked. I have two. Okay. You already told, you already told the role one of them, so. Okay. Okay. I will start with my runner up Blood on the Tracks or Trail of Blood by Kodansha, published by Kodansha. I, let's, let's hear reasoning. I like horror, Will. You also like horror, but it's rather niche, and there's not a lot of good horror manga or anime out there. Actually, there's more manga than there is anime. I think it comes to no surprise that we thought Shiki and Higurashi. Higurashi is like primo horror, but that's about it. Everything else is not really horror or, you know, more bloody, violent than actually what we consider horror. But Blood on the Tracks, or also known as Trail of Blood, is just super scary, super tense. And I don't think an ounce of blood is drawn. Actually, wait, there is in the very, very beginning. There is, there is. But like... That almost doesn't count, if you know what I mean, Will. So it's just about an overbearing mother and a child and their relationship and just, uh, I don't even want to spoil it. It's just really scary. So I think the reason why I didn't pick that one was for the very same reason what you just said, in that there's not that much horror out there. And... That's kind of why I was hesitant to put this as one of my choices because horror has never really been done well in anime. Now, of course, that could change with the upcoming Uzumaki. There could be a few more things coming up as well that could change our minds. Um, that's why for, for me, though, it's like I haven't seen enough evidence of it yet to confidently say that getting it adapted would be great. And it's just one of those things where it's like I think because of the fact that it's a manga, enjoying it in silence is just nice, right? I just feel that, at the very least, if the anime adaptation is not good, people will at least seek the manga, which is, I, I can say it's a 10 out of 10, it is unequivocally good. It is good. It is very good. And for me, I would just keep it as a manga. But I see your point, too, trying to bring attention to it so the manga gets more traction. Uh, you already said Spike's Family. I mean, if you haven't read Spike's Family, I'm pretty sure that if you haven't read it yet, then, um, you know, what are you doing? You, yeah, you, what are you doing? Yeah, go read Spags Family. Now, my pick, I think, was also pretty obvious, considering that we talked about um, it quite recently in terms of doing really well in circulation for its manga, Monster Number 8, or also in Japanese, Kaiju Number 8. Uh, don't really need to say much. It's just really damn good. I mean, 30 or so chapters. It's still quite early, but the fact that there's a lot of people have been reading it it just has to get an adaptation. I don't know which studio would pick it. I don't want to say Mappa because it just seems like it's just an easy pick at this stage. So. I would say Trigger. Trigger would only do originals, though, wouldn't they? No. They but, did, like, uh, what was it? Uh, Battles Will Be Commonplace or whatever. Yeah. What are the, yeah. Can you name any of the best stuff they have that wasn't an original? Doesn't mean that they can't do original uh non-originals no no I, I i can't do i can't i can't pick trigger trigger is only good when it comes to making originals and that's just how it is okay fine fine then sorry i mean are you representative of trigger i'm not trying to trigger you so, <laughs> drink so my winner for favorite manga that hella needs an adaptation is one that 
I think I mentioned to Will maybe once or twice, and it comes back to, at the end of the time to the fluffiness in me. A Sign of Affection is a manga series published by Kodansha, and it is about a relationship between a guy who's very outgoing and likes to travel with a girl who is deaf and their romantic relationship. And it is just really wholesome, really comforting. It's done really well. And the sign language that they use is Japanese sign language, but they get a, a consultant to come in to, to sort of look over a lot of the, the signs to make sure everything is correct. They even like gray out certain texts that the main female character cannot understand. Or they even like mirror image some words to sort of symbolize the fact that she's not quite understanding what they are doing because she can't lip read them as well or they're covering their mouths or something. So it really puts, you know, very, uh, it puts like the deaf culture and sign language to the forefront and they do a lot of things to sort of bring light of people who do sign language or who are deaf. And as someone who studies American sign language, I have a soft spot for sign language in general. And I think this hella needs an adaptation because I think for a shoujo manga, it's like awesome. All right. We're going to pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah. I we're, know, ha I was... we're half an hour in. We only done three awards. So next award, very straightforward, best girl or waifu of season one. Now we're not going to limit this just to anime. Of course, you can also pick manga. I'll go with my first pick. It's not very hard. I think it was quite easy to pick these. Um, Maki from Jujutsu Kaisen. That's my runner up. Yep. Yeah. A oh, fucking great. Like, kick ass. Not, uh, doesn't appear to be very powerful? No. She will beat your ass. That specific fight scene? Yo. In, sec in the second cur? Oh, my God. With the sister? Was it episode 16 or 17? 17. 17. Fucking great. With the sister, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my or God. Or also the girl with the sword. To be fair, it was just like you watched like that one episode of like, the girl fights, and then the next episode was the guy fights. Like, dude, the guys fucking suck. Yeah. It's still a great show, but like, what? Like, the guys aren't nothing compared to the girls. Uh, who's your runner up? Vivi. Okay, all right. From Vivi Florite's Eye Song. What what can be said about a Kudre robot that can kick ass and just trying to save the world? Well, I mean, if she nothing. Had, if, she had, if she had purple hair. I mean, she could dye her hair purple. She could, but she won't because she's a robot. She's a robot. She's not programmed to do that. She's Yeah, she's not. She's programmed to save the world and be my waifu. Do you want to guess who my waifu or my best girl is? It's a manga. Go. What is it? Power. Okay. Yep. Absolutely surprised. Love oh, I love power so much. <sighs> power from Chainsaw Man. Absolutely, yes. Go ahead. Please read it. If not, I guess just wait till the anime comes out. Who's your best girl? It's from Jujutsu Kaisen, obviously. Okay. It is on my shirt. Nobara Kugisaki. You actually picked her over. I was actually surprised you picked her over Maki. A hundred percent would pick would pick what? Hammer Girl Cause over the Hammer, because she's fucking badass. She's also <sighs> has like personality that I can vibe with. She's just very loud mouth, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not that. She's so. e she's edgy Sakura who's actually useful. Yeah, because she don't take no shit. She ain't take no shit, yo. That tag team fight. Do you, do you know what it is? Do you know the reason why Sakura isn't 
fucking like S tier support character. Are we, are we gonna flame it's like be- everyone? It's because she has feelings. But Nobara does not have feelings. No, Nobara has feelings, but it's like feelings of inflicting pain and justice upon those who wrong her. Dude, that tag team. Okay, so uh, episode seventeen of like the girls fighting was already like really good, but then the tag team that they have with uh, H- uh Hidori is it Hidori? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Hatori. Hatori. Oh, I guess. Oh fuck. Ah oh, shit. We're drunk. We're drunk. Uh, it's so badass that tag team battle, dude. Just uh, watch Jujutsu Kaisen. It's fucking great. There's going to be season two, so you might as well it just has, get invested. Well, I mean, the the movie for the prequel is coming out at the end of the year, right? Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Yeah, that one looks pretty dope. On to the next award. We talked about best girls and best waifus. Now we're going to talk about best boys and best husbandos. Do you want to start with your runner-up pick? I actually have, I have two no, runner-up picks. I have no runner-up picks, so I will just say my winner. Okay. My winner is Tatsu from Way of the House Husband. Oh, wow. That's a really good pick. I mean, as 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 weird and like polarizing as the anime itself was, how you, could yeah. you not support a former yakuza trying to be a house the husband? The perfect voice actor to the go with the character voice too. actor too. Yeah, exactly. The best VA for that role. How can you have a guy who does his housekeeping job so well and also be badass at the same time? Yes, yeah. boy. Very good pick. Very good pick. All right. Hus- husband material for sure because he is a husband. We have yeah, a house he is. We have Lit- a house literally, husband. it's in the name of the show. Exactly. Right. So I got two best boys. Uh, it's kind of hard to pick them between, two, between the two because there's so much similarity between them. So uh, they share the podium, basically. Yeah. They, they're basically got one foot each on number one. Uh, with a distant number two, but let's not mention him. Uh, Aoi Toto from Jujutsu Kaisen, the best of friendo. My friendo guy. That guy, hands down. Hey, fucking great. whenever I see some people clap now, like clap once, I will be like, uh oh, what what just happened? Is is him, huh? Oh, okay. Wait, what's happening around? Uh the guy who's also sharing the podium, Hatsuharu Soma, or the cow from uh Fruit Basket. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. I had to pick him because he's dense but also wholesome at the same time. No, but when he gets dark. Well, I mean, it's that's the whole show about Fruits Basket, right? <laughs> Okay, um, so we've had our best girls, our best boys. We talk, we talk about a lot of good stuff, our favorites, our bests. Now let's do a 180 and talk about the most disappointing moments or series of season one. I've got two picks. I got two picks. Do you want to start off with the number one? Or oh, no, the runner-up. Runner runner My runner-up is Other Side Picnic by Leiden Films. Oh, man, I remember the disappointment you told me when you started watching it. I think i completely forgot about that show yeah, as well before the anime premiered i was a heavy heavy supporter of other side picnic and i still am just not of the anime the anime was done not great didn't capture that kind of because it's basically a yuri story wrapped in a sci-fi you know for, uh the, the two video games i always reference for this uh, anime is fallout and stalker i mean this is like a wet dream for jason fluffy yeah. senpai kun right here so so Senpai kun? Sen- yeah. Senpai kun. I don't know. Kun chan. Don't say chan. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Anyways. <Days and> chan. <laughs> uh, Other Side Picnic had, and it was made by Leiden Films, directed by the Steinsgate guy. So, But I, we've talked about Leiden Films, right? It's like they either do really good or they do fucking, you know, berserk. God, the 3D was so jarring. And it was, it just didn't capture all like the hopelessness and like the violence that, the manga or the light novel portrays 
it's hard. That's one of the things when it comes to adaptations, right? It's like how faithful can it really be if they aren't able to capture those sort of tense moments or like those moments that like make the manga. Now so. I heard it gets better, but I don't think I will 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 get to that point. You've tread too far to like continue. You're you're like no, let's pack it up, boys. I've tread, let's go I've home. tread enough. Yeah, let's go home, boys. So what is your runner up? Promise Neverland season two. Right. Very straightforward. It Very straightforward. I mean, like season you've watched season one, right? Uh, don't watch season two. So originally that was my winner for most disappointing. And then we talked about it before recording. And I was like, I didn't watch a single episode, but just hearing you talk about it and loving season one personally, it felt like the most disappointing thing on the human planet. Vicariously, you experience this disappointment because I watched like five episodes just hoping it'd be better because every now and then it would be good and then it'd be crap. It'd be good, and it'll just be even crapper than that. So I was just never mind. I, I can't keep now, watching this. My winner is Records of Ragnarok on Netflix. Ooh, controver- when, no, it's not controversial at all. If you would have told me, Will, that hey, Jason, there is going to be an anime premiering about a death battle between gods and humans, best of the humans versus the best of the gods, and the anime for the most part is just them fighting. I'll be like, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, dog, let's go. It might not be like like top tier, like ten out of ten, but hey, it'll be a fun time. It's like right? let's get drunk, grab some popcorn, and just fucking go. It's like the equivalent of like a summer like summer hit in the in the cinemas. It's not going to be record breaking for it, you, but it's a it's a good time. Instead, I got hit in the face because oh, with egg, the fight animation was not good. And what actually, one of our friends the other day, literally yesterday, was like. Oh hey, it's really good. It's yeah, but, really hype. But this is the guy who plays visual novels and there's no animation. So like what do you he might, he might be listening to this. I'm sorry to the VN players, but let's be real. Like you guys don't put that much energy into the animation quality. You and, just have, have it's it's story driven. And here's the thing with Records of Ragnarok. The the manga is going to premiere in the fall for the English translation and I'm really looking forward to that because just by Google image searching a bunch of manga panels. It just looks so good. Yo, people in France and Spain and Brazil, Portugal, wherever you got like localized already, y'all lucky. Y'all experienced the good shit. Also, I think they're like dying inside when they watch the anime as well. Yeah, that's like it's it sucks, but whatever. Hopefully, it'll get better soon. Uh, my pick for um, man, how, should I talk about this? If you've already listened to the episode, you know how much I was disappointed by Yasuke. A great music producer, had a great studio behind it. I was giving, you know, the the director a second chance. Easy there, Will. It, it's uh, Don't grab the socket bottle. I'm not trying to hurt anybody because uh, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'll bear the pain myself. Look, Yasuke itself is a beautiful show. It's 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 very colorful and the music is wonderful, but the story, you know, leaves much to be desired. If you enjoyed it, cool. I didn't and I wish I did, but hey, that's why it makes my most disappointing uh winner. But what happens when something doesn't become a bad surprise, but rather a good and pleasant surprise? Yeah, there's actually two for me. And um, that's our next category, best surprise, surprise of, season, of one. season one. So do you want to start off with your first runner-up? Uh, I already mentioned it. Uh, it's Wasteful Days of High School Girls. Nice. If you would have told me it's a comedy with high school girls, I'll be like, fuck right off. That's just like, join like 
join the line of the other high school comedies out there. Wait, are you talking about Nichijou? Huh? Nichijou's not that bad. It's just super hit or miss. No, but I mean, like, you're talking about, like, oh, another high school girl what was it? comedy. Uh, se- uh, Sekodaicho Daikdomo. You know, like, the really, like, horny, funny, like, pervy. Oh, yeah. That one I heard was, that one's really good, too. Uh, For a minute, you thought you were saying Psyche K. It's like that's it's a high school comedy, but it's a, featuring a male. Okay, different one. Right. Um, okay. Uh, my runner up was kind of hard because for me it was like, do I like watching isekais? Do I like watching slice of lives? Do I like watching drama? <laughs> no, I don't like any of this shit. But then I started watching this shit, and I was just like, fuck. Okay, so I'm just gonna put them both on the same pedestal. Fuck it. Like I was originally gonna rank number one, number two. No, they're both going on the same pedestal. It's fruits, baskets, and Bushoku Tensei. I did not expect that I would enjoy either of these shows. I knew, like, here's the thing: Arohana like was very life changing, but because of the fact that it had so much fanfare behind it, and I kind of knew what I was going to expect. Okay, like it was, it was great. It wasn't the biggest surprise i still it is surprising i still watch Adahana, but it's way more surprising that i actually enjoyed an isekai it's way more surprising that i actually enjoyed fruits basket i had absolutely no reason to pick up fruits basket other than the fact that it's on netflix and i started watching it i was like wow i i really care about toro honda's backstory i really care about her oh i really hope that the soma family treats her well wait a minute why are they all such broken people inside oh shit and then i started getting more and more emotionally invested in the show and the same with Mushoku Tensei. I don't give a fuck about fucking uh, isekais. I don't care about you know a kid getting hit by a truck. Well, in this case, being hit by a train, uh, and then transported to spoilers. A fir- hey, it's, it actually happens in the first minute. I'm I'm just yeah. I'm just messing. Anyways, like the kid dies, reincarnates. Okay, I don't really care about these shows, but then I start watching. It's like wow, this show's actually really goddamn good. Both of them, Fruits Basket, Mushoku Tensei. Go watch that shit. Do you know? I actually, I don't think you'll be able to guess it correctly. But do you have any predictions that my best surprise? Not would be? at all. I am too drunk to guess right now. Okay, my best surprise of season one is real. The manga by Viz Media mm. about wheelchair basketball, but not really about wheelchair basketball. What it really is about is about real life sucks. It's about th- three broken individuals, or actually more Bro- than broken, broken, <laughs> broken <laughs> individuals. Um, was this past past tense, dude? Because just because you get through, just because you mend yourself, you're still broken. You know, broken did, broken did. Okay, broken end. That's the end. So, real is a manga series published by Viz Media. There is, I think, fourteen volumes, and I read about seven or eight volumes of it, and already have bought the rest of it so Yo, I'm... the mangaka like finally came out of fucking like hiatus is like back on the real train so now's better there's it's no better time slam dunk guy yeah no better time to oh if you've read vagabond then yeah it's the same guy but people know slam dunk guy real is raw i'm we're not i'm not gonna use the pun that is so real but it is very raw ain't nothing fake about real ain't nothing fake about real it is raw it is just human drama emotions just given to you on a plate and then forcing you to eat it and deal with it moving on to the next award so we talked about surprises now it's also this one is it's it's kind of similar and it was a bit of a surprise but it was also a calculated effort and a lot of research on our ends to you know find these shows to to you know take a dive and make sure that this is a show that we 
that we liked, and in the end, it turns out that it was one of the greatest finds of all time. The next award is the best discovery of season one. So what I'm going to do for me is that I'm going to actually say my winner first and then my runner-up because the winner is obvious and the runner-up is not. Right. The winner is Vivi. Right. Because that shit was awesome. Yep. That was my runner-up. Also, I didn't like ReZero. I heard a lot of people say that season two redeems it a lot, but I'm not going to get to it until way later or never. But Vivi really is really good. I cannot... I can't... I can tell you emphatically that the mon- the the author really is a good writer because at least with ReZero with a lot of people it resonated with them and with Vivi it resonated with me and a lot of people so Vivi is my winner I vouch Vivi as the runner-up okay do you want to guess what my winner is nope yeah it's Wonder Egg I thought so yeah it's easy it was just uh We've talked about the opening music. We've talked about the animation quality. It's Cloverworks. Um, just beautiful color compositions. Uh, the story was just wacky as shit. Um, you know, we are actually like planning to watch the season finale, even though it came out like three months after it ended. Um, we will we'll come back and tell you how you feel about it. But from what we've watched so far, my God, I, I freaking love it. And it's also just one of those things where it's just like, oh, there's an egg as a poster on Mal check it out oh this is actually more than just an egg fucking fantastic go watch that shit i mean it's a very pleasant discovery for sure what's your backup i mean what's your runner-up my runner-up is not an anime series and the the thing the anime itself lasted maybe four minutes it is puparia okay now that's a solid pick i puparia being several minutes long as an indie they classify themselves as an indie anime film anime short film and i can't help but during those four minutes be memorized by the visuals by the music by the images and it was four to five minutes incredibly well spent it is free completely free and legal on youtube all you have to do is type in puparia the director just released it on youtube and it's like hey, check this shit out. And I'm like, this shit is good. And it came out of nowhere for me. So that is, even though Vivi is the real winner, honestly, the best discovery is Puparia. And Maybe you, actually I'll switch it. Maybe, you, you owe it to yourself to spend a couple minutes to watch Puparia. Fuck it. You know what? I'll switch it. Runner-up is That's Vivi fine. and Puparia we both is have, the winner. We both have Vivi as, as a runner-up. Fucking solid. Now, we didn't have a news section today, but that doesn't mean we'd have a news section every other episode, right? So we're going to be picking winners, maybe even runner-ups, for the best anime news announcements uh, for season one. So it's favorite slash important slash impactful or whatever you want to call it. Two of mine are very simple. It's very straightforward. Do you want me to just go through mine right now? Let's go. Yeah, runner-up is Ragnarok uh, getting a official English translation. Records of Ragnarok, I mean, like, just seeing enough of the, the French and the Spanish versions, I was just like, ah, oh, man, I, I really, really need this to be officially translated into English. And lo and behold, it, it, it got it. Fucking great. I'm super stoked. The anime is, nah, so that's why I really want to read the manga. All right, what's your winner? Oh, really? It's fucking Chainsaw Man getting adapted. 
man, I was so happy when it finally got its adaptation. I mean, I've been reading this shit for the longest time, and I, I just like the guy's fucking work, man. I mean, like, I, I like Fire Punch. I like Chainsaw I mean, Man. I think Chainsaw Man is also extremely good. Yeah. And I'm looking hella forward to map. That, that teaser? That, that teaser? teaser was good. We'll, we'll talk a lot about it for episode 13 on season, in season two. What news uh, was impactful for you? So or? I have three. And one of them is not technically a news story, but something that happened. Right. So I'll start with that first, which was Fruits Basket, the final, reaching number one momentarily on Mal. <sighs> That was insane. Now, we, we, now it's we, number four. We, we met up for dinner that night, and literally, like, as I started walking through the restaurant. It was like, yo, yo, Fruits Basket is top five. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's amazing. It was top six before. Wait, wait, wait. And then I woke up one morning, and, and I texted I'll, yeah, you, right? It was like, dude, Fruits Basket is number one. It was like, finally unseating fucking Full, full Metal Brotherhood. Brotherhood. But, of course, you know, you know parody has been restored, but... For a while, like it, it was crazy. It's still a nine point zero nine on my anime list. Uh, let me check right now. I last I checked, it was number four of all time, ranked number four. Yeah. But. So, dude, Fruits Basket. I think you know, both Jason and I. I've been, so, so I've watched season one, and Jason has watched season one a while ago. So we decided, you know what, like. In, in preparation, yeah, it's actually, ranked number four. Popularity is it still nine point zero nine? Nine point zero nine, ranked yeah. number four. Popularity seven nine four. Yeah, I think in terms of popularity, it's always going to be a little bit difficult because of the fact that it's a sequel. If you look at the original, it might be a higher number, but you can't deny that it's fucking gangbusters right now. And here is a little bit of inside baseball: seventy-two thousand seven hundred and sixty-seven users, and it's still a nine point oh nine. Yeah. It's a lot of people vouching for it. Usually, like when you have those kind of numbers, it kind of just trickles down to like a an eight, maybe even a seven. Yeah, or but, like you know, but unanimously, most people gave it a nine or a ten. Yeah, right? and we will find out why that's the case soon, hopefully. So my runner up and my winner have the same kind of announcement, but for me, one is the winner and one is the runner up. The runner-up is Devil is a Part-Timer getting a second season after so long. Yeah. And I, th- I think loads of people have been ecstatic about that news. I-, I am too. And the light novel ended. The manga ended. So to have the... Wow, we really downed that sake like it's nobody's business. Drink up, bitch. Okay. Uh, I will after this. So Devil is a Part-Timer getting a second season after, was it seven years? Eight years? Around that time is just crazy because not only does that show come back again, it also sets a possible precedent for other shows, namely stuff like No Game, No Life, you know, for example. I mean, we've seen that with stuff before where it's like, I think Jihaya Furu took like five years to get a sequel. Yeah, season three. three. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can talk about One Punch Man. It also took five years. But look, like there's always a possibility for these shows to come back or for manga adaptations even after like decades of it not getting adapted. So, Which is my winner, which is Comey Can't Communicate getting oh, yeah. uh, an ad- anime adaptation. I really like Comey Can't Communicate as a manga. And fortunately for me, I read it not that long ago, obviously, because it's within the past six months. But definitely before the anime adaptation announcement. And I said to Will, I was like, I'm on that train. It needs to get animated. 
And, and then, then when, when the news dropped, it was like, am I dreaming? Yeah, am I – no, because they leaked the cover. Yeah. And I was like, am I – can this be real? Can I dream? And, and, the, and the cover it, – it's always one of those things where it's like you see a leak and you always are a little bit suspicious. It's like it's so well done that it must be doctored. It must have been made so that it April fools people. And it turns out, no. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, God. Wow. This is really happening. And then it happened. And the teaser – Although short, seems very promising. So I'm very looking forward to the anime adaptation. Then We're getting very close to the end of the first segment. So the 10th award of the Anime Palette Podcast uh, Season 1 awards has actually nothing to do with anime and manga per se. It, it could, but generally we're talking about the our, our, our personal favorite moments of GAP. Season, season one, 1 of our podcast, right. Yeah, I only have one entry for this one, and I think you know damn well what it is. So <laughs> oh, hold on. Is it Mugen Train? It is Betrayal on Mugen Train. Oh, yes. Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. Okay, I'll just say that is my winner as well. Okay. Sorry, it takes like five <laughs> seconds for us to drink. So, this all started an episode before when I announced to Jason that I was going to be watching an anime, but I didn't want to tell him what it was. And so it was when he found out that I had watched Anohana that he was like, man, we're supposed to watch this. And it turns out it was because of the fact that I didn't scroll down long enough on his to watch list to actually see that he actually had Anohana on his plan to watch. I mean, it is a under plan to watch. But when you first like look at someone's list, it is listed as all. And because I watch or put on hold or drop so much stuff. It took a while before you even get to the plan to watch section. I think it took a total of like 30 seconds to load everything. And to be fair, it's it's true though. Because you log quite a lot of stuff where it's like if it's an upcoming season or if it's like a movie that's going to be coming out later in the year, you will log it as a plan to watch it. So therefore, your list will be long. There's nothing I, wrong with that I almost all. update or modify. But the fact that you decided that you were going to go out in the middle of COVID into an empty cinema where there was okay, only there was, one other yeah, person yeah. there and you watched the whole damn movie and then when you announced you were not you didn't announce it first I asked you what you watched and I was like did you go and watch Demon Slayer Mugen Train without and then me? I pulled and out the ticket pulled out the fucking stub. ticket stub out of your wallet and then you just were silent for five seconds and only then proceeded to laugh afterwards I was so fucking angry yeah you were you were actually I was not happy and because, the wor- because what I did was Okay, Betrayal in a way, but it was like, it's on Netflix. It was easy to watch, and I really liked the show anyway. I just took it too far. You did this out of spite. You did this to literally tilt me, and you succeeded. And I watched two other mystery anime, and then kind of like build it up. I was like, oh, you, oh, Kakuduri, I knew you watched that. Beastars, oh, I knew you watched that. No, 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 Beastars. Uh, um, um, uh, BNA, yeah, I knew you watched that too. It was like, okay, cool. Um, oh. What I watched wasn't an anime series. It was a uh, something else entirely. It wasn't on Netflix or Crunchyroll. Like, did you watch a movie? It's like, yeah. Oh goddamn! I knew what you watched. And the and and there was. And I was like, did you watch Paprika? No, it wasn't Paprika. Oh, oh, you watched fucking Demon Slayer, didn't you? And then when you slam that fucking ticket stuff on the table, <laughs> I just felt my jaw drop. And also, this is. Uh, listeners don't know this, but as I was about to enter the movie theater, so they ripped, you know, like they, 
I paid for the ticket. I was standing in front of the cinema. And then I texted one last message to Will before I watched it. And it was something like, is this how it's going to go down? Like, you have a chance now to, like, you know, you know, like, I don't know. What was it? I, I well, the last thing concede I said, or something. Oh, just like, we, we, can, we can calm this down. We don't have to do this. I'm yeah, like, exactly. And the last thing I said to him was, there will be blood. Yeah. And then I was like, fine, let's go. And, and guess you walked what? into the fucking cinema. Hey, and it, bastard. Hey, Mugen Train is good, guys. I haven't watched it yet, so. Hey, it's it apparently is ranked number one and number two on Blu-ray and DVD for special and regular edition. Is it also on VHS as well? I wouldn't doubt that it would sell well if it was on VHS. It's probably in VR as well at some point. Yeah. So, uh, okay, the last two, okay, okay, the last so two wait, awards, I wait, think wait, we wait, hold on. stream through. What about my runner? I'm saying like so that's why like, you can spend a little bit more time on this. Okay. The, my runner up is uh i have two i have actually two runner-ups and a true winner to be fair one of my other runner-ups was when we were geeking on sports i really like that episode okay there's a personal favorite moment but i won't talk too much about that because i want to hear what your other runner-ups are my first runner-up is will falling for the jojo stone ocean leak oh fuck you it is so good it was on april fools as well it was, was on like, april Ugh. fools as well and it turns out that it was real speaking of things that could have been photoshopped or whatever april made a fool out of me for sure yeah and then my second runner up is in episode zero. Oh, wait, wait. actually when is the stone ocean leak episode do you uh, remember don't remember but it was definitely it was around like, april yeah but uh my second runner up is will's drop of god moment in episode zero because it was pretty funny basically drops of god is a manga about a very wine. well-known manga about wine tasting and uh Will thought it was about a bunch of people in a vineyard, but actually it's about Smolier, which is about actually nothing to do with the vineyard, like growing it, but rather tasting the wine and being like a wine critic. And I thought that that was pretty funny in his reactions. If I didn't know anything about the manga, I guess it's not a good manga then. But the true winner, and this is like, in all honesty, like the true winner is witnessing the broadening of Will's anime palette. Aww. No, because, like, seriously, like, you went from someone that I only knew... Oh, you're gonna make me cry. ...as, like, very edgelord-centric, maybe with, like, Tatami Galaxy, right? And, like, other random but exceptions. But it's an outlier, right? Like, you look at my top ten list, you would not expect... Okay, maybe High Score Girl, too, but, like, I mean, I like Street Fighter, so of course... Like, like, like you this. look at my my anime consumption and there is a huge plethora of different genres yes i like shoujo and wholesomeness and yuri stuff but i also watch jujutsu kaisen i also watch gantz and read gantz you know so i have my fair share of really bloody violent edgelord stuff so to have you uh will watch anohana you know be into fruits basket read domestic girlfriend you know that kind of stuff like just broadening your horizon is just awesome to me so that is oh, my so, true winner for you're, so, you're so sweet jason i appreciate it though it's, it's been a fu it's been a fun journey being able to actually start watching stuff that wasn't just you know death note and dora hetero and dora no i all, think all the D's. i think one of the things that you said that really uh makes a lot of sense is at one point all the edgelord violent shit it's it, it that well gets dry then what else do you do if that's all you got then you're done but if you reach out to other genres, you will definitely find stuff that you will like, and then you have other wells to extract from. So, and because of that as well, it allowed for me to fill out this anime awards book. Because if I only just watched Edward Edward shit, like I would not be able to pick anything, right? So, 
our last two awards, as before I interrupted Will, is our our finale of the series-ish awards, which is the best manga and the best anime from season one of the Good Anime Palette podcast. So, best manga. Will, what you got? Oh, easy. Ushaka Tensei. Manga. Oh, manga. Ushaka Tensei, if it gets adapted. Uh, manga would be Chainsaw Man. Right. And I'm slightly cheating on this because I only because I finished watch a reading Chainsaw Man a little bit before well, not finished I, I I caught up with uh, Chainsaw Man before January but honestly I could say Domestic Girlfriend I could say Scott's that's Wish. That, that's what I thought you would pick Domestic the Girlfriend Domestic Girlfriend would be like a very distant because it was just like oh, it was fun but like if I, I was talking about like real shit Chainsaw Man it was absolutely Chainsaw Man and of course Trail of Blood Trail of Blood was also really really damn good. But I have to give it to Chainsaw Man, unfortunately. Okay. My runner-up is an anime that will be premiering in 2021 in fall, which is Blue Period. That's my runner-up. I think a lot of anime talking about art and art composition and really the nitty-gritty of what makes art art or what makes good art good art, you know, or what to look out for. As someone who's not very artistic, I really learned a lot from Blue Period. And it was just really nice to get it adapted into an anime soon. And I'm really looking forward to it. So that is my runner-up. But my winner is actually an, a manga that did not... Uh, got it, it, it got released, I think, almost 20 years ago. It is Blame. The science fiction dystopian future anime. And manga, but this is the manga, not the anime. The anime I've yet to watch, and I heard you don't need to watch it. Well, no, I will because I just need to know. But the the manga I can say unequivocally is a ten out of ten, and it's really good. And what else to say other than there was a lot of silence and a lot of visual storytelling that is just like you can probably there's a lot of empty speech pat. Uh panels it was just like just no one's talking yeah or like walking and when you see the scale of like the, the artwork you just like you don't you, you know you're reading a manga but you've never felt so so small i took photos for you and i circled like those were the people and that's like this little small circle compared They're to like ants <laughs> they are ants man it's the mammoth monolith dude it's the monolith so blame and actually uh yeah, I mean, you've read a bunch of manga, right? Like, I'm sure there's other manga that you like. You could just throw in there and be like, "Yo, this this was good. That was good." I haven't read as much, but, but unfortunately, Blame. yeah, I, I think like Blame definitely one of them. I would I would definitely catch up on. I will say this though, honorable mention, which technically should have been a winner as well, but I didn't want to put it in, is Tsure Dure Children, mm. which I haven't got round to. It is a four coma panel manga about a bunch of high school students and their uh, romantic relationships, and it's done extremely well and very touching and very wholesome. So we talked about the manga. Let's talk about the anime. Very straightforward for me because it's going to be the same answers I've given you earlier. Mushoku Tensei and Anahana. Oh, really? Best anime from season one for me is exactly the same as seasonal, which is runner-up is Jujutsu Kaisen and winner is Horimiya. But the, both of them are really good. They're both are really good. Right? Like, what else is there more to say? We, we, there has been some really good anime over the past six months, and there's a lot of good anime that's been backlogged uh, on our lists that, you know, hopefully that we also get you to watch, whether it's on Netflix or Crunchyroll or High Dive or if you're watching. Is, is anime on Verve as well? 
Or Verve is just an entirely different streaming service. Wait, what do you Verve. What about Verve? Is there any anime on Verve? Or? No, okay. Verve is like a combination of High Dive and uh, Funimation, I think. And right. It's like a service that bridges a bunch of services together. Right. Well, there's plenty of stuff to watch. You've heard the first half. Now we're going to come back after the second half. Uh, we we got to eat. <laughs> I, I got to eat something. Dude, I'm telling you that sake, we downed it, like, so fast. We can finish this in, like, what, 20 minutes? Oh, my God. I'm feeling it. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to come back to you. So we've had our – No, we're not going to take a quick break. We're going to take a long break. Yeah, we had our – well, okay, fine. This is supposed to be, like, you know, we're going to edit this in later. They don't need to know how long we're out for. Oh, right. So the <laughs> listeners, when you hear this, it will be, like, you know, instant. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, you will it's, hear, like, it's you, like movie magic, you know? You will hear the break music, but it would be instant. So we'll come back to you. We've done our serious uh, awards. We're going to come back to you with, you know, after being a little bit a little bit more inebriated, some dumb I mean, we have to be in awards. the run, right state of mind to do the stupid-ish awards, right? Right. This is just like, why are we even doing this? But we're going to do it anyway. So we'll come back to you in a couple of minutes. Uh, catch you soon. Uh, don't drink too much, okay? Later. And welcome back to the Good Anime Palette Podcast. This is our episode 12 season one finale. Uh, we got the serious award, serious-ish awards out of the way. And now uh, Will, my co-host here, it's, it's time, time, to, time to get, get stupid. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> get real stupid. Let's do this. Okay, so we have 12 awards similar to the amount, not similar, the exact amount for the serious-ish awards, except we named all these awards... And we will tell you what they mean. Some of them are going to, you know, sit well with most. Some of them are probably going to be a little controversial. But oh, we'll one just, of them. We'll just roll with it and see how it goes. I, I can't even I can't even think of a replacement for one of them. Yeah. So we're just going to roll with it then. Fuck. So okay. we're going to kick things off in the second half with the first stupid award of the GAP Season 1 Anime Awards. It is the Red Line Cross Ange Award. Now, if you've... If you haven't listened to our previous episode on the Matt House Revisits, uh, we talked about this uh, anime movie uh, the, the studio did, uh, which was called Redline, which was you know a masterpiece, but box office-wise, it was a critical disappointment. And it took s- seven years to make and over 100,000 key frames, which is insane. And then there's another anime that Will and I watched called Cross Ange, which... Uh, to summarize how we feel about that anime in one sentence is it is the best worst anime we have ever seen. It's so bad, but it's also so good that we can't really ignore it. Like it's it, again, it, the essential definition for this award is that this show is it's a shit show. It's a train wreck, but like we just can't help but watch it. And that can be a train wreck, whether it is the stuff that we see on the screen or the stuff that's happening behind the scenes. So, Will, what do you have for your runner-up or winner? So, the award that I have, the winner for this award is 
a manga. It's domestic girlfriend. Okay. Yes. Okay. Not because it, it did terribly. I think sales wise, it did well. Uh, popularity wise, it's also pretty high. But I'm picking it solely because of the plot. If I have to redo the whole plot analysis again, it's essentially an incest love triangle, but like step siblings. Um, where they all start off as just regular, you know, students, classmates, teachers, whatever, and then they end up getting married into each other through their respective moms and dads. So, ensue incestuous madness, but it's a very, very gripping and actually really good manga. And like plot wise, like put that aside, it's actually a very enjoyable read. And it was like over what twenty something volumes, so it's not short. Three, I think. So it's not even short. It it kind of goes on, right? It's, so it's so good. It's so trash, but it's so good. Like whenever you have any of those like like love triangle drama moments, you keep remembering that this is someone's teacher, this is someone's stepsister, this is someone's stepbrother. But for some reason within this world, it just makes sense, and no one bats an eye at that. I mean, a lot of people also like domestic girlfriends, so it's not necessarily a very uh, it's revolu- not controversial. At exactly all. It's right. Just that it's just it's just a messed up plot, but why? Why the fuck not? So my winner, I have no runner up, is Way of the House Husband. I really like the manga a lot, and even though I think the anime falls short on a lot of things, for example, there's only what. Eight, five, how many episodes? Like they're not very long either. Yeah, they're like fifteen minutes. So there's only like not even like a full cur of anime. It's almost like what you expect from reading like a gag manga. It's just in your short and sweet. And I mean, like, it is a gag manga yeah. in a way. But like, but because well, this is an anime we're talking about, right? The manga right. does a thing, but like when you're watching it in anime format, you're just kind of wondering like, what the hell happened? Like, how did this happen? But it still is. Still pretty decent. And the animation quality is obviously the thing that everyone is concerned about, which I have to agree is definitely what I wouldn't call it an anime. I would call it a a manga in motion. But that being said, the it was very watchable. And towards, you know, the last couple of episodes, I just kind of got used to it. Does that mean I give it a pass? No, but I still like it. So that's why it is it wins that award for me. Right. Now bring up the second award of the dumb dumb why is this so stupid award of the GAP season 1 awards list. We've got Curiosity Killed Nikochan, which is an award that we gave to an anime or a manga or anything really that just, you know, we we didn't really know much about and we just had known about it, but we didn't really pull the trigger onto it and then all of a sudden one day we're like fuck it. Curiosity killed the cat. It killed Neko-chan. It's going to kill me too. Let's check this shit out. And then usually we regret it. So do you want to bring up... How many awards do you have for this one? How many... Um, you have, you have There's one. no contest. Just one. Right. But you should go first, please. Right. I think I know what your one is. You, you do, because but, we talked about it. So I, for me... my no, one, talked about it off mic, right? Yeah. My one is Cestus, the Roman fighter. Oh, yo. That's a good pick. So I thought that this was going to be – it's not like a, a large, reputable studio, but the premise seemed kind of simple, right? You have a Roman fighter that's you know battling in gladiator conditions to try and win and survive, right? But the 
the animation quality is terrible. The voice acting is not even acting. It's just people who don't put much effort into reading their lines. And the whole premise of the show is just dumb. I, I just could not vibe with it. Like That's where, for me, I was just like, this really should be good, but it isn't. So, unfortunately, like I, I just have to give this a pass. But I admit, right? Curiosity gets the better of me. And I did manage to watch like eight, ten minutes of it. I think you actually watched a whole episode of it. Uh, yes, I did watch a whole episode of it. Right, so you watched more. So for me, it's like I, I died way sooner than you did uh, when watching Cestus. Okay. All right, here we go. All right. All right. So, listeners, I go through quite a bit of anime and manga in general. I also, you know, check up on news, and I think Will does quite a bit as well. Every time, in regards to manga, I would go on Bookwalker and check out the release schedule just to see what's releasing and stuff like that. One day, I was checking the release schedule, and a certain manga popped up. And the name. I just had to know <laughs> what the fuck it was. Oh, this is a good choice. And then, and then I read it. Wait, did, did I break the news out to you? Did you break No, the- I broke yeah. it. So there is a manga called Dick Fight Island. This is not a joke. This is not a bit. It literally, the title of the manga is called Dick Fight Island. It is uh, a boy love yaoi manga, which, okay, I'm not really into boy love. But when I saw that title, I was just like, Will, I, I think I said something like, I need to know. I I know it may not be my thing, but I need to know. I will spare the plot details or whatever. Uh, How much dick fighting do they do on this island? I don't even want to go into it. Like, oh my god. So, let's just say I read it, and I kind of regretted it. And uh, curiosity got the better of me, Will. That's how I died. That's how Neko-chan died for me. So, man, I don't even know what else to say about it. If you really want to Google it, you know, there's a Wikipedia page. Just just check it out. At least read that so then you'll be like, oh, Jesus Christ, Jason, what did you get yourself into? And I was like, yeah, I know. So that is my award for – that's my winner for that award. The next award – do you like Mean Girls? Will, the I, movie? Yeah, I like it. I like Mean Girls as well. High school is pretty tough, for, you know, in general for a lot of people, myself included. So we created a category called You Can't Sit With Us Award. And we define it as, you know, anime life would be so much better if these characters disappeared from the cast. Now, they could be from, you know, uh, they could be a bunch of people. It could just be one particular person from this anime that... If they were extracted away from uh, the anime and manga, it would be infinitely better. What do you have? I, I think like, just just to be a little more clear, it doesn't necessarily mean that the anime itself would be better. It could also just be simple as life within the anime would be a lot smoother and a lot happier. Um, I've got two. I've got a runner-up and I've also got a winner. Mm-hmm. So the runner-up I have is... Shirobako is a very good anime oh, fuck. about the uh, about how it's uh, you know a, a, a rather 
a rather accurate portrayal of what anime production is. Of course, there's going to be a few things that they kind of cut out because it's a very long process condensed into a couple of episodes of an anime. But there is one particular character that uh, I absolutely despise. I think Jason also despises Yeah, I don't like well. this character as well. Do you well. remember the, the character's name? Nope. His name is Taro Takanashi. And he works as an assistant producer. Uh, no, sorry. Assistant production assistant more more uh, accurate title uh, within this uh, fictional studio in Shirobako. Now, when you're working as an assistant, your main role is to assist, right? Helping with production, helping with deadlines, helping with scheduling, helping with any ways to smooth out the process so that when a production company needs to roll out an anime, that uh, things can run faster. Uh, and There's no kinks and no issues. This person, this Taro, this asshole from the show proceeds to not only just be an office nuisance with like his really cheap quips and terrible jokes that are badly timed, but he also creates a lot of destruction in terms of getting people to quit from the cast or to take themselves out from a project knowing that a deadline's coming up in two days. This is a character that I not only despise myself and Jason as well, but I think that the cast within the show itself they would much rather this person not be employed by the studio. We tried to figure out why this person exists in the context of the anime. And I think what we came up with was comic relief. So here's actually a little bit of a snippet into why this character exists. Oh, you did some research? Yes. Holy shit. So the character is actually a character of the series director for the show, Sutomu Mizushima. Apparently, it's supposed to be a more sort of exaggerated, comical reflection of this series director's younger self, which then begs the question, were you this much of an asshole and nuisance to your previous production companies to the point where you just kind of had to poke fun at yourself and put yourself in a show where you are a little literal piece of shit? I guess it's to immortalize it so that... Forever you will be like, yeah, I was like that. Yeah. I'm better now, but in, I was like that. In a way, it's just like, hey, I'm human too, right? Like, I make mistakes. I, I, I have feelings, and sometimes I just, I'm not perfect. But for the duration of the show, whenever he shows up, oh, God. I just tell – shut up. Even the characters within the anime are like, just shut, shut your mouth. Stop talking. So, Will, do you like bullies? Yes. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Okay. So the no, female posse in Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro-san, is awful. Awful. Oh, they're the worst. There's literal scum. There's like four of them, three or four of them. And four a, of them. Four of them. And it's just like... Okay, so apparently a lot of people really liked anime, and apparently it becomes more wholesome later, but I have no time for that. I, and I, I just, I, I personally don't tolerate that kind of, I straight up bullying and hazing. I think, for example, teasing Takagi-san is very different, even though people might even put it in the same category, because one is bullying with Nagatoro-san, and then, and then Takagi-san is actually teasing because they don't do anything that drastic. It's lighthearted and not so consequential, and it's also quite cute, actually. Whereas what happens in Nagatoro-san is emotionally scarring and definitely traumatic. Yeah. So maybe it gets better. Maybe it doesn't. I don't want, need to find out. If you like it, that's fine. I don't. But we need to have a talk. 
So the winner for this category is very straightforward. And uh, they're a very important character. They don't really show up in the world of Fruits Basket. I had to pick none other than Akito Soma of the Soma family from Fruits Basket because she is just just homewrecking everything. You could not be happy. If you show any signs of joy or glee, she will rip that shit out of you and leave you into a tired, emotionless, drained husk. And you will no longer be able to recover from yourself. And if you do try to save said person, then you have to be the one that lays the killing. You have to be the one that executes this person's emotions, even to the point of just destroying their reality and making it so that they are no longer the same person that they are. They're, they're just a horrible person. I know that they need to be in the show to drive the plot, but you can't help but feel that if the characters within the Soma family did not have this 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 tyrant within like as the head of their family their lives would be so much happier yeah, so but, much more stress free but without without akito what about what would toru do hey toru would be happy toru would not need to be broken okay yeah I, All right. that's it what's right. what's what's your pick for this uh, word there is a character called hold on let me uh, just make sure I get the name correctly. Ryo Amakusa. This person is 27 years old, apparently very dashing and charismatic, but is obsessively in love with a high school girl in Koei Kimo. This and the love thing, like the age gap thing is like a thing within... A lot of mediums. It's been explored quite a lot, but like there, there's reason to it. I mean, even with anime itself and manga, there is plenty of age gap romances. I think After the Rain is one of the ones that have done it exceptionally well. Whereas this is just like chaotic evil. It is stalking. It, it serves no purpose. It is stalking. It is like bordering creepy, just terrible. Sexual harassment, almost invasion of personal privacy. Exactly, it is. It is definitely grounds emotional for, exploitation. You would say as well. Yes, definitely grounds for uh, call the police. This person is stalking me and harassing me. Which which he cuts. Yeah, <laughs> and or a restraining order, right? But and here's the thing that's even crazier is everyone else except for the female main character is either okay with it or very enamored by this person's obsessive love for the female main character. Oh, but you know, it's like, you know, people like people like men or women who are very direct, right? You know, like no beating around the bush, except that maybe you don't do this when your target is a underage high school girl. Yeah. Or how about not like revealing that, you know, what shampoo she uses and what's her favorite food when you don't even know the other person person or the other person doesn't really know who you are or trying to recollect a thrown away toothpick of your target egg right in front of them and then like just try and brush it off as a oh oh it's just a mistake oh, yeah blah, blah, blah. so this dude Rio can't sit with me ever yeah they're not ever. they're not welcome to the good at my palette podcast so about things that I don't understand there are plenty of enigmas within oh, the anime and manga so many so we created an award called the ELI 5 Award, which stands for the Explain Like I Am 5 Award. You know, the one that Reddit is really known for, ELI 5. 
basically the award itself is there's just something that we just don't understand and right. we need we need an adult we need someone to be like explaining to us step by step what the fuck is up with this shit doesn't mean that the person is right or wrong it's just that i don't understand or will doesn't understand or we don't understand and we need we need you need to dumb it down so then we can actually understand i've got two choices a runner up and a clear winner for this one i have uh both a runner up and a winner so yeah. what you got so for my runner up i've got skate that's my winner yeah i don't understand why this show is so popular it's not it's not a bad show i mean granted it's a it, it's a bones original and bones is a good studio so you can imagine that like the color composition and the animation is going to be good but the story itself is trash it's so boring and generic it's just oh kid is you know just some rough and tumble skateboarder and then meets a overseas like transfer student who came from from canada and he's half japanese half 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 canadian so he can speak japanese and he used to be a, a snowboarder but then like he then has to learn how to skateboard and that that's literally it i mean it's not cultural to, differences and shit you it's know? nothing to do with cute boys doing cute things it's just i don't understand why everyone loves the crap out of this show like consistently on reddit right like the ratings for it are just like always super high even on mal mal it's like above an eight yeah which i would never give that yeah exactly right why maybe someone please tell me why is it just because it's pretty boys because they're not that pretty they're not that pretty i would watch free a hundred percent i would rather i would rather watch hypnosis mike yo that okay okay i see i see yes i went there okay my runner up is a draw but one of them kind of has a pass because I actually didn't consume enough of it for me to really definitively say I don't get it. So I'll start with that one first. 86. <laughs> I like 86. I don't think 86 is bad, actually. Okay, yeah, again, I, 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 I somewhat agree. I like 86 because it is a very decent show. It is, but here's the thing. When you check, it's based on a light novel, right? The light novel is rated so highly, like I don't even remember how highly rated, but it is way up there. Like within the light novel world, there's like a top 100, maybe even top 50. Yeah, yeah, something like it's that. It's crazy how high it is. Okay, I have to check. Oh, God damn it. But I, I do agree in the sense that watching the show, it's good. But I can't help but keep like seeing parallels between this show and Code Geass because the premise is kind of similar. Yeah, okay. So tyrannical European country taking over and trying to segregate different people especially when they're Asian and then setting up separatist forces to help to you know take care of invading like enemies but yeah, and, the whole team is Asian. And Sawano is the Attack on Titan uh music composer. Well, it shows, it shows. The music's good. And the the CG is decent, right? But here's the thing. The light novel on my anime list is an 8.71. It is ranked 46. So what am I not understanding? As I said, it is not a bad anime. I can guarantee you that I believe that. But I don't understand why it's so damn high. Why it's so damn high. Every week on Reddit, the amount of karma it gets is number one almost always. And I just don't get it. But it's good. It is good. Again, the the whole explain like I'm five thing is not to say that we're not trying to detract whatever show we're talking about. Sometimes it is. But for the most part, it's just trying to find reasons behind a certain show's popularity or a certain like level of acceptance for a certain show. Kind of like 
why the fuck are people like into Koikimo? Right, but at the yeah. same time, it's like you can tell that there's a lot of people who are also like the same with us and like not down with Koikimo. So that's why it's not, it doesn't make this list. What does make this list, though, is another. It, it's it's another shout out to this terrible manga Nagatoro-san. Yeah, that's my runner-up. Yeah. yeah, like we talked about, like the whole like we don't condone bullying, we don't condone like just trying to emotionally destroy someone, and some people like it for some reason. People just like seeing someone get bro- broken down through insults and just just watching someone yeah. piss their pants because and, a girl is like crushing their hopes and dreams. And just to clarify, we didn't clarify it when we talked about it the uh like you know way back when. We are not talking about like BDSM stuff because. Theoretically, is between consenting people. Yeah, it's literally just like regular high school kids. But like the instances of of like no, no not BDSM. Yeah, Nagatoro-san is yeah. high school kids. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I was yes. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to clarify. Just to be clear, just to be clear. But like like instances of bullying would be like, oh, oh, you're reading this manga. Oh, yeah, I like this manga too. Like I really like that the the main characters are so strong and so masculine. And, Wait, you like this because you think you can be like them? Oh my god, are you stupid? What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, you a little dweeb think you could be like just like the main characters? Duh, you're like they're, they're the opposite of like a JoJo. Like you're just a fucking simp, you cuck. <laughs> like that's the kind of teasing, the kind of toying around that you see in Nagatora-san. And I just, I don't get it. There are people who are like, oh, it gets better. It becomes more wholesome. There's a reason. There's a method to all this madness and all that. I'm like, I don't, I don't see it. I don't enjoy it. So someone better damn give me like an explanation as to why the fuck it's so popular. Like, I don't care if you spoil it for me. Just tell me. Just explain it to me. Okay? It's a shit show. As a, it's a shit show and it's a shit show. Now... I would like to think I have a decent fashion sense. And I think, Will, I mean, Will, you're wearing, right? I mean, the listeners can't see it, but you're wearing a pretty. I like what I wear. I feel comfortable and confident in whatever I wear. But what if you are the, what if you don't want to be seen in public with, with a certain individual? To be to be fair, there are, we, we do have our bad days. There are going to be days where you just don't care how we look, but there are instances where it's like, damn, what are those? What are you wearing? Bruh, like, I love you, you're cool, but I can't be seen in public with you like this. So we named this award the Trash Taste Award. Now, I am struggling really hard to find a replacement name, but Will was like, if you can't find a replacement name, that's what we're going to use. So This is no way in like slating the Trash Taste Anime Podcast. It was just, you know, I mean... It's a good name. The whole the whole premise of the podcast came from people like from the, from the three creators, you know, talking trash about people's anime taste. That's literally it. So, fair game. I I've only got one entry for this, but it's a very very easy one. I got one entry for this and no contest. So, but it's a very easy one, which is uh, for me. It is in Records of Ragnarok. It is Aphrodite. I mean, it's not really fashion sense if you're not really wearing anything. Yeah, and also having uh, you, it, it's, your it, lackeys kind of support you, let's just say. I definitely don't want to see uh, – I don't want to be seen in public with this person. Let's just, let's just say that she has two atlases around her all at all times. Yeah, yeah, sure. Holding her worlds. Yeah. Her, her, her large, supple worlds. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, sure. 
it's funny because it's like you think like it's like oh like because because for sure when you're looking at the preview sites they always show that specific panel and you're like oh they can't animate that there's no oh no it's actually way more graphic not graphic but like way more revealing in the anime than it is in the manga yep so that is is netflix after all right will what you got so you watched a little bit of skate right yeah. Do you remember Shadow from Skate? The guy with the clown makeup and the leather straps. The main the main guy that uh, the MC uh, battles against in the first race. Where he's like, oh, I'm the king of this fucking oh, mountain. Oh, the Detroit death metal guy. Yeah. Why? What's wrong with that? Like the kiss, right? The kiss get up. I just don't think that you should have orange hair and white makeup because you just look like a really, really like you you look like if Sideshow Bob had a meth problem. Oh, oh wow. I this is again like this is not to attract to any people who were like like the 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 the, the hair metal like thrash metal like if you like insane clown posse that's fine. Yeah it, it's insane clown posse and kiss put together or with a little bit of slipknot. Yeah. Yeah. But I think just like it's cool. But would you want to hang around? Like, I I don't know if I want to be sitting in public with with people from the from the ICP. Mm, uh, I, I mean, I've not met anybody. I don't want to be I don't want to be hanging around juggalos. Okay, well, okay, so that's uh that's, that's our trash taste yeah, award. Point made, right? <laughs> point made. Okay, okay, yeah, you made your point. Okay, but so, so we talked about like the whole explain like I'm five. Like we talk, we talked trash about certain characters and certain shows. Now we gotta go real deep down, and we gotta like actually make some make some important picks. So the next award is the Rotten Apples Award. Oh, okay, we're skipping uh, the other one. I think we need to talk about the bad stuff first. Okay, then okay, then then, about, then, yeah. then talk about the good stuff. Okay, okay. So the Rotten Apples Award is basically when we uh, two people, two really bad people that we don't like, that deserve no one else except each other because you just if you want to find love that's fine but you are so toxic of a person that you you unless if you you know have a redemption arc or get better and just be a better person you only deserve to marry or date or whatever with people of similar standings than you so this does. Do you actually have a winner runner up? Because what I did was this one. No, this one is just, just two, a couple. Yeah, exactly. There's no winner runner for them. They're made for each other. They're on equal standing in terms of you can only deserve each other, and no one else needs to be like belittled by your by your existence. Okay. Uh, I actually just remembered that I should have talked to you about this pick beforehand, but Running since we're us, recording, yeah. yeah, do it live. Fuck it. So. Akito Soma from Fruits Basket. Um, you know, Will, you mentioned it earlier. That is the runner-up. But the real winner, Toru Musuki from Tokyo Ghoul Re. I guess now you understand what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, less said, the better, right? Yep. So I think for me I had a similar. I was going to go with Akito Soma as one of them. Yo, he, she is just. Well, there's no one as toxic and as 
crazy than Nagatoro. The two just just want to crush any human emotion out of you and just cannot let you be happy. Look, maybe they get better later on, but from what I've seen so far, they're rotten apples. They're they're just disgusting. I was very close to putting Gabby Braun in there. Very, yeah, very close. Okay, I, I, yeah, I thought of that you would do that. But yeah. it was also like she she just did like some really terrible things, but at the same time it's also you have to understand the context too, right? It's and like, also she is not hated by everyone. Like the people on her side think she's okay. Exactly. It's just like well, like it depends on whose side you're on. Right? Exactly. Like yeah, yeah. if you're if you're on the side of Nagatoro or on the side of Akito, damn, I do not want to be on your side, buddy. Like I, I, I I'm going to defect and switch teams. So now we've talked about some real rotten people. How about people that no matter what happens, no matter like, you know, when you when the chips are around and you're just, you know, shit out of luck, that this person's going to, you know, reach their hand out and pick you up. And raise you up no matter what. Never gonna give you up. No, Never gonna let no, you down. No, no, <laughs> no. So uh, we created this award called "I Got Your Back" award, which is the best anime support characters who've always got your back. I have a runner-up and I have a winner. Same here. I will start with my runner-up. It is Shiki Mori from Shiki Mori isn't just a cutie. This person is badass. And always protects uh, uh, her boyfriend. And it's just a good person to have around because, and apparently, and not apparently, I know because I read the manga. Later on, she's not just that one one note like girl who's a badass. Like they actually go further into introducing other characters and her interactions with other characters. And she definitely has the back of a lot of characters in there. So. I would like her to have my back if she was a real person. My runner-up is also... Well, no, my runner-up is just super straightforward. It's Aoi Toto again from Jujutsu Kaisen. Because he will always be my best friend, though. Oh, yeah. No yeah. matter what. You're right. That's, Bruh, a, that's a really good pick. Like, How do you go from doing a tournament arc and you're fighting against me and then all of a sudden you see an enemy? You know what? You tested, We tested each other's strength. I see what you're made of. Let's do this together. And like in no time, no actual teamwork training whatsoever are just in sync with me. Like this guy, this guy will always be a best of friend though. Hey, what kind of girls are you into, right? Of course, that, yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like what kind of question is that? But it's a deep philosophical question for him, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's like you don't talk shit about my idol. That kind of person say, like, hey, 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 if this guy if, if anybody ever talks shit about my waifu or my best girl, that guy would back me the fuck up. So my winner for I've Got Your Back Award is not a seasonal anime, a backlog anime. Dorohedoro, Nikaido from Dorohedoro. Nikaido from Dorohedoro is just a person that is just like your BFF. It's just, it's just like, oh, okay, like, I, I don't know what else to say. She always has your back. She's always really nice. She always cook gyozas for you or whatever that needs to be cooking. You know, relationships doesn't always have to be, you know, how do I say this? It doesn't have to be always like in love. You can always, you know, have a bit of uh, friction. But at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, Nikaido has everyone's back. 
Man, to be fair, you picked a show where like all the supporting characters are super got your back. I know, I, mean, I know. Dude, Noi. Okay, so I was thinking of that too. Noi, no matter what, if even if she dies, she's gonna come back to life and save you. Yeah, look, so like Fujita, no matter how shit he is, no matter how much of a penis nose he has, he's still gonna come back and use whatever he has in his repertoire to save you. Kazukabe, the doctor, even though he's a fucking mad scientist, he'll do whatever he can to help you as well. Everybody in the show got your back. So unless I, unless you're N. So I, I I I was struggling to find a character, but at the end it was Nikaido that that won out. But really, as you said, anyone from Dorohedoro, for the most part, is just like, I've got your back. I mean, she's a skilled fucking warrior, super strong, and she makes gyozas. Yep, right? there you go. My number one pick, this one is a seasonal from Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin. It's Sayaka Kanamori, the tall, long-legged freak of nature <laughs> who... Honestly, in the show, she does not give a shit about anime production, but because she saw how passionate her friend was in making anime, she did whatever she could. So it's not a seasonal, right? It was, yeah, it was a seasonal. It was, it was, it came in the same season as Attack on Titan. It came, well, we started watching this in January. Okay. All right. Yeah, sure. Sorry. Okay. 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 Feels good, huh? No, I I haven't checked it yet. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna believe you. Well, you think I I mean I I, I mean I made sure to pick this that felt within the confines of our. Of I our mean, awards. also we talked about it during one of our episodes, so I feel like it is either way exactly. applicable. I mean, of course, yeah. So. But I just didn't remember it was a seasonal. Yep, it was a seasonal. Uh, so Sayaka is, I I think no matter what, like she's got your. But even if it's like she appears to be cold. And just not interested in what you do. Deep down, she really does care about you know the the well being of you. She wants to make sure that you're able to achieve your dreams. Wait, no what matter- are you talking about? January fifth, twenty twenty to March twenty second, twenty twenty. Ah, okay. So I we watched the- it on Netflix. I watched it a year later. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, it's still backlogged. We still talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I I wasn't fixated on the fact that it wasn't applicable. I was fixated on the fact that you said seasonal. Okay. Guess I read the wrong season. It was winter twenty twenty, not twenty twenty one. Yeah, still, but whatever. we still talked about it. Yeah, in more than once actually. So, still counts. Still counts. Thanks for backing me up. <laughs> no problem. Do I win that award? Yeah. Am you, I better you, than Nakaido? Uh, you're. No, oh, you're way better than Nakaido. Okay, thanks. Oh, that's so. Can uh, you make gyozas, by the way? I are you kidding me? I can make gyozas. You fry it. And, no, okay. I can definitely make the fillings. I can fold it pretty well. Can you make the dumpling wrapper? The trick is used boiling water to make the so that the 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 starch. Okay, in the so flour. maybe I can't make the dumpling wrapper. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, but no, okay. Sayaka definitely my number one. Got your back for this award because look, she even did one where like her friend fell off a fucking broken railing and got herself hurt. Recorded it, sent it to the school to claim that the, the uh, hey look this this school property this is this is workplace. Uh, no, this is a workplace injury. If you don't uh, do something about it, we're gonna report you. And they they got funding to actually run their and anime it's studio. So good. She just like she cares about money so much, but she also cares about her friends too. To the point where it's like, I will squeeze every dollar if it kills me, so I can make an anime with my two 
high school friends. So I can make money. It's like make it, more money. It's like yeah, we know what you really want to do, but it's really cool that you know the well being of your friends is a result of the the charity that you do. Okay, well, what's our next category? So, this is gonna be a fun one. Yeah, so, um, I'm sure you guys have heard of you know whenever you do games or like questions the 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 fuck Mary kill. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you were hesitating. Yeah. That's I'm literally think, what's I'm, it called. I'm trying to think of if there were any other names for it. Anyways, so you basically have three names, three three people. Any depending on whatever category you want to do, and you have to either marry one of them fuck one of them and kill one of them but because we are a family channel after all exactly so we and gotta, we're talking about anime and manga yeah so we're going to change the categories just a little bit but you know we you can figure that you know it, it means the same thing so it's the would you rather pat this person on the head would you rather hold this person's hand or would you rather hit this person with a truck you know because even though we don't like them we're giving them a second chance in another world right do you want to go first or should I go first? Okay, so the way we did it is that we uh, we both pick three characters and we have to present those choices to the other person. So I pick three for Jason and vice versa. So I have actually, I told Will earlier, I had three different versions. Depending on like my state of mind, my, my, my way of thinking. I have the edgelord version, I have the wholesome version, and then I have the one that I would say is the actual version. Same with me. Initially, I managed to just actually just come down with three because I felt like we wouldn't have enough time. So, so time. give it to me. So, give it to me. Uh, originally, I was going to do the fluffy version, the busty version, and then the regular version, but we're just going to do the whole regular version. Okay. So, would you? Okay, so whose head would you pat? Whose hand would you hold? Whose body would you hit with a truck? The options are Kyoko Hori from Hortomia, Rize from Chainsaw Man, or Yumeko Jabami from Kakegurui. Who's Rize again? Bomb Girl? Oh, shit. Fuck. 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 Uh, I would fuck Jabami. So so would that be a a head pat or a head pat? I would head pat. Jabami, okay, because she does the cat thing at one point, right? Yeah. You gotta head pat that shit. Yeah. Um. I would kill Hori. Oh. <laughs> you you feel that her life is is wasted here, so she deserves a better life somewhere else in a different reality. Dude, a girl with a bomb, right? I mean, how can I? Like, Rize. Yeah. I'll, is it Rize? Reze? Reze. It's actually spelled R E Z E. R E Z E. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would hold Rize's hand when her other hand just goes to her neck and then Okay, well, well okay, okay, uh, that's it. Man, I cannot wait for the anime to get adapted. Do you think it will adapt to that part? Oh, good point. It is quite deep. Mm, probably not. But not right away. Yeah. You know there's gonna be a season two. Okay, well, so do you want? I'm that, actually kind of nervous. Do you want the actual, the edge lord, or the wholesome? We'll start off with the wholesome. Oh, you want to do all three? We'll do wholesome first. Okay. We'll do all three. I think we've fuck it. Okay. So, whose head do you want to pat? Whose hand do you want to hold? And whose body would you hit with a truck? You have Kyoko Sh- Sh- Shimizu from Haikyuu. You have Anya Forger from Spy X Family, and you have. Hina Tachibana from Domestic Girlfriend. Oh, 
Um, so I would I would hit Hino with a truck. Y- okay. Because I'm not no. Because this is a hard one, and you really need to think. I really need to think. Give me like, okay. So I would I would hold hands with Shimizu. I would pat Anya on the head. Oh, either of them are interchangeable, I think. And hit. Yeah, I would probably hit Hina with a truck. That wasn't so hard, right? The reason being, it's actually quite easy. I'm not Team Hina. Oh, I see. I'm Team Rui. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay, now go for the Edgelord one. Akito Soma from Fruits Basket. <laughs> Seiko Osabe from Blood on the Tracks, Trail of Blood. And Gabby from Attack on Titan, the final season. Okay, first of all, I would... I would... Man, can, can I not just kill all three of them? Yeah, I mean, you could technically can. I could. Well, okay, so... But that's not the aim of the game. Okay, I would... I would... I would kill... Yeah, I would hit... Yeah. I would hit Akito with a truck. Oh, wow, that's not how I would... Uh, I okay. would pat Gabby on the head... Oh wow! Okay, and I would hold Seiko by the hand. So I only my uh, Gabby and uh, Akito was reversed. So for I would me. I, you you thought I would hold Aki, uh, Seiko's hand? No, no, Seiko's hand. I did think yeah, that you, you think would. you did. Yeah, okay. And then I thought you would head pat uh, Akito, and I thought you would truck. Uh, no. Okay. I hate Akito way more. All right. Now, what is the actual three? For the actual three, Jason Fong loves Kudres. So you have three Kudres to choose from, which is, and I repeat, Vivi from Vivi. You have Rui Tachibana from Domestic <laughs> Girlfriend. <laughs> I, I put both of them there. Yeah. And I have Saki Hanajima from Fruits Basket. You piece of shit. <laughs> this is so hard. Hey, I was going to put the girl from My Little Monster, except I didn't, I don't really know her. So then I. That's, yeah, okay, that's Tonari. Um, Tonari no Kun, yeah. No, no, uh, Shizu yeah. Mu, right? Shizu Mu. from Tonari no Kun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just to repeat, that is Vivi from Vivi, Rui Tachibana from Domestic Girlfriend, and Saki Hanajima from Fruits Basket. Hit VV with a truck. Okay. Because she probably can take it. Yeah. Hold Saki's hand. Okay. And pat Rui. Ta- no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm. Who's more waifu? Yeah. Who is more waifu, Will? Sorry. Sorry, Rui. I have to go with Team Saki. I have to go with Saki. <laughs> Okay, so Rui, I, I will pat Rui on the head. She'll she'll get a head pat. So she'll get a head pat. Rui gets a head pat. Vivi gets hit by a truck, and Saki God, gets hand holding. That was not easy. Yeah, I know. How, I, what did you think of my three? Not too hard, right? Not too not bad. too hard. But then when I threw Rizzi, it's like, mm. I mean, I even wrote here too easy for the first one for the Edge Lord, and then I saw the wholesome version and the actual version. And I'm like, I think I got it. Yeah, you got it. All right. Moving on to the next category. We're running through these quickly, but 
This one is, it's another one of those, man, I really wish we didn't have this award, but we kind of have to. It's the Anime Neuralizer Award. So the Neuralizer is a device that they use in Men in Black. A little flashlight torch kind of thing that erases your memory. Exactly. There are a few, but I think we've, we've, we've brought it down to two. I brought it down to two as well. Yeah. One of them is contentious because I don't remember when exactly we watched it, but we definitely discussed it in the in our anime podcasts. Um, first, I'll just talk about the fight scenes from Record to Ragnarok. Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay. That one, I feel like I don't ever need to see again. I mean, I'll I'll gladly see the fighting panels from the manga, but when it comes to the anime, bruh, like I wish I could take back those three minutes and those memories, right? Yeah, those three minutes gone went to waste. All right. My runner-up is Koi Kimo for the exact same reason I didn't like it when uh, in the Sit Down, Don't Sit With Us award, which is just I wasted my time watching basically sexual harassment done. In predatory a spe- behavior. Predatory behavior. And it is just like the female main character losing her goddamn mind because she's looking at everyone being like, "Is are you all okay with this? And apparently everyone is. I wish I could get those minutes back. What's your winner, Will? This one, I need to double-check with you, but I'm going to do it live anyway. Sure. X-Arm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, okay. So, yeah. We, we we knew this was going to be a bad... It's a 2.97. It could be even lower now. But we went into watching this because of the shit show that it was. I mean, like, fucking Reddit was having a field day with how you bad... You said it was 2. Point what? 2.97? Yeah, it is still 2.97. Right. So, like, we knew how bad it was. But we wanted to see, is this, like, the room kind of bad? This is, like, just, like, it's so bad that we can actually find something comical from it? Do you remember it? when we saw the trailer? Yeah. The Crunchyroll trailer? And we were just like, is this it, our it project? It is can't this, be this bad, right? Is this Simple Plans, like, anime music video that, like, some guy did on YouTube or something? Or... No, this was literally however many millions of dollars they spent on making this damn show. It did not look like a million dollars, but I'm pretty sure that it was a six to seven figure production cost. And goddamn, that was a hot pile of trash. It came out this this season, right? In in in, in winter. Last last. last. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Winter because spring was last season. Yeah, so it actually premiered yeah, premiered January. Yep. Yeah. Goddamn, that was so bad. Look. You can go ahead and watch it, but please do not try to enjoy it. Don't try and find anything redeemable from the show. What's your What's your neuralizer moment of season one? I've never mentioned it oh, on actually, the. Actually, I'm trying to think about what's worse than Koi Kimo for you. Okay, I will give you some clues before I reveal. So, first of all, we did not talk about this on the podcast, but we did talk about it. You know, like off air. Hmm. There is an anime adaptation. But I read the manga for it. Uh, The manga obviously was not uh, published in the past six months. It was published a while ago. But I read it within this time period. So I think it counts. Wait, is this High Rise Invasion? Nope. Oh, okay. High Rise Invasion I still think is okay. Right. Like, it's pulpy fun. But, no. Uh, the anime is available on Netflix. Wait, do you watch Blame? Nope. Gantz? Nope. 
Forest of Piano? Nope. If I tell you, if I say the name, you will understand completely right away. It stars three people. Oh, wow. I actually don't. Go for it. Backstreet Girls. (laughs) Okay. Was it that bad? Really? It was. I think it is. I don't think it's that bad as much as there's no redeeming quality. Wasted my time. Right. And it kind of kind of uh, makes fun of sexual identity in such a way that I don't find it amusing in the least. Yeah. Do you think it's just, you know, like, just, there's just no place for this kind of humor, if it even is humor? I think if there is a place for this kind of humor, they definitely did not do it well or in any capacity. I just think that I wanted that, those minutes back. Well, that's one thing to take off my to-watch list on Netflix. Yep. Right. So before we go into the next award, I think we should down another shot. Have another one. Oh, shit. Okay. So you know how every episode we start off with a a watch list along with some anime news. We've brought a lot of news articles. Some episodes, we have two or three. Sometimes we have like five or even six articles we discuss just because they just come like – Hotcakes. It's just like they just come out of nowhere, and then we have to talk about it, right? And sometimes we we have no news to talk about, and it all just floods. And in. then within twenty four hours, we have like four things to talk about. So there are moments when we do news. And it's like, oh wow, this is awesome! Something got adapted. Oh, that's great! You know, this publisher is going to pick it up, and they're going to get an official English translation, or like, oh, there's going to be a new Kickstarter project. Blah blah. blah. There are, however, some times when you just have the most what-the-fuck moment in anime news, and that is literally the name of this next award, where we talk about a certain news article that's come up in the past six months that just left our heads scratching, or we just had no idea what the hell's going on. What what makes sense in this world anymore? I've got two. I've got a runner-up, and I've got a... I got a winner, and that's it, because the winner is just that, you know, prominent. Right. I guess I'll start... The most what-the-fuck moment in anime news for season one of the Good Anime Pal podcast is the ex-arm and lesbian kiss scene. That was my that was my runner-up. Actually, no, my, actually my no, that was actually probably my my winner. Actually, uh, the homophobic and incompetent censorship in ex-arm. It is like what the fuck. So okay, uh, the kiss was obscured by a ray of light. Literally, when lips touch, a beam of light just shines in the middle of it. Between can, yeah. between two female characters, but someone is going to like email us and say, well, technically, one of the characters is a robot, and the, the AI who inhabited the robot is a guy, so it's like, well, fuck off, whatever. Anyways, the when we found out that you know, this kiss scene was censored, everyone flipped their shit. But it turns out it gets even worse because... The ray of light was intentional to hide the fact that the animation quality was so bad that if they didn't have the ray of light, the two mouths would go, like, would... It would just literally just... No, no, no. It would, like, intersect one another because the animation, like, the polygonal models or whatever is just so badly animated that it would go through them. When we all thought that they were homophobic, no. They were just very incompetent, and they managed to get flamed on both sides. Like... It was fucking hilarious. Like Sad, how, but hilarious. Like, how could you... How? Like, how? 
I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, they did it, so it's not like. I mean, that, that could easily be explained like a five moment, right? How the hell did you guys make X Arm this bad? All right, well, so what, what was the other thing that uh, you had for this category? The other one was the death threats that uh, Mappa Studios and their uh, employees had gotten after the quote-unquote fallout of the 3D quality in Attack on Titan Final Season. And look, I don't ever really want to talk about like bad news or like just like shine light on like the negative sides of, of of anime or manga, but I just felt like I had to talk about this because it was just so head scratching that there were people that were so mad at the direction that the studio had taken, especially being a different studio from Wit uh, and doing Attack on Titan, that they felt that necessary to dox directors, to put death threats to people, call them out on Twitter. But actually watching the same episodes they did, there was absolutely nothing wrong with the animation quality. In fact, I thought that the final season so far was really damn good. Yeah, it didn't make my top seasonal anime for the you know awards in the first half, but I, I very much enjoyed watching every episode of Attack on Titan. It was really damn good. And for people to come out and actually threaten people's lives because it didn't meet their expectations... like. It's it, it just it just was baffling. I just did not understand what was driving such anger in these people, and I hope that they you know calm down, find the therapy they need. Okay, speaking of um of therapy, of <laughs> I was about to say speaking of drinking. Okay, uh, I tend to have as in Jason tend to have a. Uh, certain habits when it comes to podcasting that I've realized that I've picked up such that the next category, the next stupid ish award is the worst phrase that I Jason use constantly and repeatedly on the good anime palette podcast season one. So Jason, what is this word about? It's about (laughs) needless to say, believe it or not. So, okay. Nice segue. Nice segue. Uh, if you play a drinking game with the f- with these words or phrases that I have said repeatedly, then congratulations, you're wicked drunk. Like, really drunk. Stomach pump drunk. Yep. So, Will, what are our candidates for things that I have said constantly? Well, there's quite a few. There's you mm-hmm. know, your, your, your typical Jason rhetorical questions. The, so what is this about? Uh, when you're discussing about an anime or a manga is my personal favorite is nice segue. Okay. Yeah. Or anything that's uh, wicked. Yep. <laughs> wicked smart. Uh, w- wicked good. Yeah, because you know I went to school in Boston. Boston. Yeah. The New England area, to be precise. Yeah. But yeah, needless to say, believe it or not. So, uh, long story short, are also the other uh, potential candidates in this area i will try my best to do better guys we've got one last award and this is a mystery award for me because you oh, know wait, so which one is the winner this one i would say segue segue it okay. wasn't any of those it was the, it was the nice segue because you did quite a lot of it in the first couple episodes but you've you managed to get a little bit better and it's also you know a testament to, to you changing the ways that you speak uh when i announce the next mystery award which is the why can't i get the name of this anime correct award oh fuck off okay uh <laughs> the award shit. goes to jason for his constant mispronunciation of higarashi 
it's he Gurashi. Will I actually get it up, correct? I actually looked up in our uh, our text chains. It turns out you've managed to misspell Higurashi like eight times, and it's also I didn't listen to every episode to hear about me how you pronounce you you you, you pronounced uh, Higurashi, but there were definitely a couple Higas and Kurata. Yeah, uh, Kuruta uh, in the end. Kuruta. Oh God. Uh, oh, uh, no, one that we, it's not so much a uh, mispronunciation, but we keep getting it wrong, and I, I do it a lot as well. It's actually record of Retina Rock, not uh, records of Retina also, Rock. That's a very minor one. Also, we keep saying Tokyo Sinks 2020 instead of Japan Sinks 2020. We, we did got that, that a lot. Mix. We did a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, look, it's not all just down to you. Listen, Higurashi just happens to be like the main culprit. So, listeners, trust me when I say that Will and I listen to the episodes after the fact and realize all these mistakes we'll try to do better maybe we won't maybe we will you'll have to wait till the season two finale to find out if anything has changed or if we just copy and paste this section and just be like yeah nothing much has changed yeah (laughs) and then there's gonna be a new season of higurashi and then we just repeat the cycle all over again okay so this is the section where i wrote in the docket that there is a mysterious section for will yeah, so I had a mystery award. Jason has a mystery section. So I have no idea what's happening for the next 5, 10, maybe even 20 minutes. Will, do you think you're really good with light novels? No. Oh, wait. Oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. So what I did was I created... A name generator? I created a bunch of titles, and there are also some real light novel titles peppered in between this. I knew this was going to happen. And let's okay. see how well you do. Okay? All right. Hit me with them. So I think that there are like 14 or 15. Let's see how well you do. Reborn as a vending machine, I now wander the dungeon. That one's a light novel. That's correct. It is. Because I know know that one. 2016, published by Yen Press, still to this day. Of Dragons and Fae, is a fairy tale ending possible for the princess's hairstylist? See the problem with these titles is that they're so fucking like ridiculous that it's it, it's got to be true. But uh, it's a true. For me. I will go with this is also a light novel. That is correct. It is published on November twelfth, my birthday, two thousand and nineteen, by Cross Infinite World. I'm not gonna read the plot synopsis because it's so dumb. Okay, I, I don't think I need to. I think like that. The title itself is already half the synopsis. This world needed edgelords, so my main goal is to return violence to the world. Okay, that one's definitely fake. <laughs> yeah, I put that in just because. That one's fake. Okay. Um, my daughter writes Iroges, but the fact remains she is a drug lord. That one is a light novel. Wrong. Oh, no. The, I but, made that but, one but, up. But, but, no, but there is one. Where, there, there is, like, I mean, like. Which was the one? There's like um, Aramanka Sensei. There's like like stuff where it's like the premises of of of, of someone you know who is like a really good arrogant artist or a hentai artist, and then like they make like a comedy or a slice of life out of it. So that's that was the angle I was going for. The, uh, my 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 daughter is an arrogant artist, but I think maybe the drug lord part was the part where it was like okay, that's, that part's fake. Okay, sis conquest. My party leader kicked me out, so I teamed up with my little sister. That one is a light novel. Nope, that's fake. I made. Okay. See, this is hard. All right. I got the first three correct, and now I'm fucking trailing. The Invincible Shovel. That's it? Yep, that's it. I 
feel like this is a red herring. I think that because it's such a short title, it shouldn't be a light novel. I'm going to go with it's a light novel. Are you saying it is a light novel? It is a light novel. That is correct. It's published March 12, 2020 by Seven Seas Entertainment. The Invincible Shovel also has a manga adaptation. Really? Yep. I have it. I'll, I'll, I'll report back in. Okay. I got kicked in the nuts and now I'm actually gay. I think you're a little above these kind of nut-kicking gay jokes to actually make this up. So I, I'm going to say it's a light novel. Nope, I made that up. I guess you're not above it then. Okay, move on to the next one, please. I saved too many girls and caused the apocalypse. That one is a light novel. Okay, there you go. That know, was fast. I know that one. Okay. The villainous noble girl wants to slim down her husband. Okay, fuck. Um, I will go with... Oh, I feel there, there, there's a, there, there are certain key words in there. Like, the fact that you use villainous in there, it already, like, a lot of light novels have that in their title. I'm going to go with it's a fake. Nope, it's real. Oh, god damn. Uh, okay. What's my score so far? I actually, I'll tell, I, I, I don't know, we're going so fast. Okay. But, but uh, the villainous noble girl wants to slim down her husband's published in 2017. Uh, it's a web novel, but I don't think there's any official English translation. But when I saw that title, I was like, you had to put it in there. That's so dumb. The Probability I Can Kill My Wife Without Being Found Out. That one is a light novel. That is correct. Published in 2016. I also know that one too, yep. Really? It's it's so crazy, right? Right? It's so dumb, these titles. Uh, mixed Bathing in Another Dimension. Oh, that one is a light novel. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. you're correct. Yes. <laughs> Published February 1st, 2017 by J Novel Club. All right, uh... My modern life. I used to be a dungeon boss, but in this world, I write fan fiction. Uh, ooh, I will call this one fake. Yeah, that's correct. It's okay. fake. Thank God. I couldn't become a hero, so I reluctantly decided to get a job. <laughs> that would just is a bit too on the nose. Um, I, I I will go with it's a light novel. That is correct. It is a light novel. Oh, God. January twentieth. 2002 to July 20th, 2014. And there's also an anime series. No in, way, really. In 2013, yeah. Okay. Uh, my wrath at being exiled from the kingdom knows no bounds. Fake. That's correct. It's fake. <sighs> yes, good, 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 good. I'm a behemoth, an S-ranked monster, but mistaken for a cat, I live as an elf girl's pet. That one is a light novel. That is correct. See, like it's like it, it's crazy. You think that the more ridiculous the title, it, it it actually is a light novel. But I mean, you've proven that like long titles don't necessarily mean light novel. Buck naked in another world. That one is. I think you want me to say fake, so I'm gonna say it's real. It is real. It is a. It was published on April 30th, 2020, by Seven Seas Entertainment. Okay. My light novel title can't be this long! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Oh, I'm gonna feel so stupid if I say the wrong one because I, 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 I think I know the answer, but I also am second guessing myself. I'm gonna say this one is real. Is real? No, it's fake. Oh, okay. And that's it. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Okay, so you got one, two, three, 
four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Actually, you did pretty good. How many did I get? Like nine out of fourteen, fifteen. How many? Did you, how many were there total? Fifteen. A lot. I, I actually hold on a second. So you got that one. Shit. Hold on. Will. Uh. While I while I try my best to tabulate the score. Uh. Back me up. Um. So. <laughs> The thing is, right, I think the reason why I know about these, well, at least the, most of the ones that did get correct, it's because they keep on popping up on uh, news, like anime news network in terms of because um, because some of them are fairly recent, right? Some of them yeah, were yeah, published, yeah. Uh, if not last year, then the year before. Um, so anything that's out in the last two years, chances are there's going to be a news article talking about how it's gotten an official serialization in English or like a certain, uh, publisher is going to pick it up and translate them. But do you, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'll ever get around to reading light novels. I, I might read one or two, but I don't know if I'll read a lot of them. Like, for example, like I know that Drara is based off a light novel, but I don't think I'm ever going to be reading that. I also know that there's a corpse buried underneath Sakurako's feet, and whilst I really like the anime, I also don't know if I'm going to be reading the light novels to catch up on all the cases. So you got 12 out of 17. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Damn. Uh, uh, I think what you got wrong... In fact, you almost got all the the actual real titles correct. Right. I, I just more tripped up on the ones that were fake. Right. Like, I got kicked in the nuts, and now I'm actually gay. I, I was pretty proud of that one. Yeah, I was just like, I hope that that one's not a joke, and it's actually real, but uh, proven wrong. Yeah. So, Will, that's my uh, that's my mystery segment, Will. That was fun. I, I did think I would do this well. And you did. I actually have no idea how I know all all. What these. does this say about you, Will? That I'm destined to make light novel titles. Exactly. Shouldn't be hard. <laughs> it doesn't seem hard. You just have to basically come up with a generic plot and, and then shorten it in half and you have your synopsis and then use it as a title. Okay, so before we get to teasing some of uh, season two and also to wrap up the episode, I'm going to power through three random awards that we have put in place. The I Told You So Award, the Can You Watch This Please Award, and We Should Get On This to See What's Up Award. Will, do you have any comments on these? Yeah, straight away for the number one, which is the I Told You So Award. Uh, I'm sorry, Jason, but Haikyuu is really, really damn good. <laughs> okay, that is the winner. Uh, the Can You Watch This Please Award, I'm sorry, Will, but um, I will promise I will watch Jobless Reincarnation. Damn right you will. It, it's so good, man. And it, that, yeah, yeah, it doesn't get my anime of the season for no reason. And then the final quick award is we should get on this to see what's up. Award is Odd Taxi. Sorry, guys, but uh, we will eventually watch Odd Taxi and try to figure out why everyone loves it so much. It's done by OLM, but it's holding like an eight point six or eight point seven on my anime list. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see what's up. Literally this name of the award, so we will. We so, will eventually. Will, uh season two tease, what you got? Yeah, so we got a lot of content coming up for season two. Uh, we're really excited to roll out a couple of new topics, a couple of new director and studio features. Uh, one of the ones that I was actually quite excited to do was, you know, 
this is going to be more of an after dark, but more looking into anime villains and what makes a good villain, what the purpose of a villain is, and is it really if 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 we had the own, our own skills to make a, an anime series or a manga series, how we go about making a villain? So basically, analyzing the dark side. And the reason why this is uh, an after dark because originally we wanted to do it for a numbered episode, but we would probably get into a lot of spoilers. So we then decided to turn it into an After Dark with a spoiler section, like in the latter half. So that is the reason why. But uh, my runner-up is uh, about fashion in anime and manga. But not just about uh, the topic of fashion, but sometimes even what the uniforms that shonen uh, protagonists wear or... You know, the fact that a fashion uh, clothing can, you know, sort of tell you what this person is like and what they're about. That's my runner-up. My winner is we are going to do a segment in season, uh, an episode on season two about weapons. And I'm really looking forward to how that will go because I think we can go into a million different directions and all of those directions just sound really awesome. And it's going to require a lot of research. A lot of research. So, because uh, people talk about the fights, but no one really talks about the tools, right? Exactly, right? Or what constitutes as a weapon? What kind of weapons? What type of weapons? You know? Yeah, we're gonna break that shit down for you. I'm also, I'm, I'm actually most excited about um a specific episode that's not necessarily a genre, but it's a key element in certain. Well, it, it, in itself, it's its own world of anime and manga, and that's death battles and death games. Yeah, I think that that's because uh, there's a lot, but at the same time, we want to sort of talk about what makes a good death game, what makes you know what what why why do people like tension? Because we talked about like horror, psycho thrillers and stuff, but like why is the people like watching that kind of stuff? And then how is it related to some of the death battles and death games that we've watched? So it's good to be able to analyze those because we want to sort of break down what makes a good death game, and a lot of people like it. So, there you go. All right, that is the end of Season 1, Will. Now, I have to go through the housekeeping. You could always reach us through our email at G-A-P-A-L-E-T-T-E at gmail.com. That's G-A-P-A-L-E-T, all one word. You could reach us through Twitter at Palette Good. That's capital P, capital G, all one word. Or through our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash Palette Good, capital P, capital G, all one word. You can visit our website at www.goodanimepalette.com, all one word, all lowercase. You can join us on Discord. Our invite is in the show description. Or join our Mal Club. Uh, you, our uh, invite link is also in the show descriptions. This will be the last time I will be saying the music credits because we will have a bunch of new theme songs for Season 2. But here it is. One more. One last time. One last hurrah. Our intro music is Green Lights by Jazar. Our break music is Mint 2019 by Minibu. Our outro is What You Thinkin', the instrumental version by Wataboy. You could get our intro music at the freemusicarchive.org, and you can get our break and outro music at pixabay.com. Will. Zit. Uh, we have to say goodbye to season one, but that also means that uh, I can't wait to start recording for season two. It's going to be a lot of new topics, a lot of new focuses in terms of the studios and the directors we want to highlight. And it also just means that there's going to be more shows that we're going to watch. Uh, look, 
as busy as our schedules are, as much as there is a lot of anime and manga to consume, it's just fun, right? Like it's sometimes like when you find it's like that, that when you find that gem, when you discover a good show that just makes your day, then you just binge on it for four or five days. I mean, granted, I was tired of shit when I was fin- when I finished watching up to season three of Haikyuu, but goddamn, was it rewarding? Oh, that was so good. There you go. I felt great not like physically but emotionally it was very nice to see some real hype volleyball even though i don't really care that much about volleyball you did good will yeah so with that we say goodbye to season one but you know in a couple of weeks time we'll be saying hello and hopefully welcome you all to season two not hopefully well I we mean, will yeah we will hopefully well up to you you can join us if you want to see this is season two and then we'll let you know all the good stuff that we've been watching over summer and winter. No, f- uh, fall, actually. Well, summer and fall of this latter year. And then we'll have, we'll have to do a season two anime award, right? Exactly. It's we're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen every season. I think that we're going to be keeping the, 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 the sensible, serious-ish award categories the same. But when it comes to the stupid ones... We'll keep some. We'll, go, we'll, have, to, we'll have to change things up a bit. We don't want it to be stale. Yeah, definitely. Right? We can't keep talking about the most what-the-fuck news stuff, but we can definitely talk about shows that we need people to explain like we're five. Oh, yeah. There's going to be another one of those. There's going to be another one of those. Uh, no, there, there is definitely. There's yeah. going to be another discovery. There's going to be another like you know hidden gem. There seems to be one every season, right? Uh, so far, it's all the anime originals. Yeah. So who knows? Do you think Sunny Boy is going to be good? I think it's going to be okay. Well, I'm not going to be able to see it for – when does it premiere? Officially? I think in like 10 days. Yeah. So it's either the 17th or the 19th. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. So I got some time. You already watched the first one on YouTube, right? Yeah, when, when on, was... on their Funimation yeah, channel. Yeah. 24 hours. It's, it's really good. I'll have to check it out. So um, what do you hope to be able to achieve in the next season? Is there anything specific that you want to do? Any maybe new topics or new segments you want to roll out you know we've, i we've, think we've got like a t- we've got our, our after darks our bits and pieces hey who knows maybe we might start doing some more listener engagement stuff you know yeah maybe like some watch alongs or some uh actual reviews of specific shows that you guys want us to check out yeah i i i think i'm looking forward to a lot of it but i don't think as i'm really sunk in yet that this is the end of season one but i think the moment that i hear the opening for season two then i'll be like oh wow it's really happening just like oh chainsaw man teaser oh wow they announced it i know it exists i know like it's gonna happen but wow it's really it's really happening so man i i cannot wait for them to announce the voice cast for chainsaw man yeah they haven't haven't they i i have a feeling i (sighs) It'd be a missed opportunity if they did not have Hanakana Kanahana for for Reze. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad choice, right? That's not a bad. She choice. She played Reze and fucking Tokyo Ghoul. And they're essentially the same characters in terms of their impact on the main character. There, thank you for rectifying what you just said. Yeah, there you so, go. So let's see, like, what happens, right? Let's see when they because because it's been delayed, right? Or is it or is it still on, is it's still on course to to come out? Oh no! It was um, Uzumaki that got delayed. Yes. Show. Uh, they actually haven't announced when Chainsaw Man is going to premiere. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm actually worried about Uzumaki as well. But I mean, it's not going to come out for another year and a half anyway. I mean, 
just I mean, we will get into it for episode 13, but a bunch of animes that were supposed to premiere in fall are now moved into even April of 2022. Yep. So we're going to do the best we can to finish off the seasonals from uh, from spring, watch some of the seasonals from this summer. And uh, yeah, we'll basically come back and see what's good. For uh, summer 2020. Thank you, everybody. One, sorry. Thank you, everybody, for your support and uh, listening to our podcast since the beginning of whenever you listen. And uh, we will see you next episode for season two. Yep. Come back in. Hey, who knows? Maybe Will will be more fluffy than Jason. Hey, who knows? Maybe I wouldn't have all those rhetorical questions or segues ever again. You should read Dead Man Wonderland. Yeah, you should read... Blame? Yeah. Yeah. I should read Gantz as well. I, I should watch Horimiya. Damn, I should watch... I mean, I have Jobless Reincarnation, I have Vinland Saga, I have... God, I just... Do you know what we also should watch? What? Clan Ed. And After Story. Oh, I mean, you're saying that, yeah, of course, yeah, we have Except to. Except that the first 25 episodes are going to be boring as fuck. <laughs> Hey, but hey, man, Clan After Story is, you know, top highly, f- highly top, top regarded 50 anime, highly regarded. OK, all right. We're going to go on and on if we if we keep if we keep recording. So let's uh, pause. Thanks very much for listening to today's episode. We will see you in the next season and we'll kick it off with a banger. Yeah, I hope you have as much fun as we did recording because it's it was a lot of fun. It was actually very sobering at the end. So I feel a lot better now. Yep. Bye. Bye bye.